So, you had just finished putting like a couple of rounds into his head and basically with that very heavy sh- uh, uh, machine gun and essentially blowing off the top of its head. At which point it felt it's, it's, uh, uh, it's, it fell to the ground with a tremendous thud. Um, he said it literally just was like silent. Like, yeah, and, and the, yeah, and the entire jungle went silent. Okay. Okay. About what time of day is this? Uh, you. This is around noon. You guys have, have basically actually. You, this is a. This is like the second or is it the third day getting there? Because it's a hundred miles in. I think it was at least the third day. Yeah. It'd be the third day because you said it was a hundred mile march at thirty miles plus. Right. So this is that would make it actually. Um, um, well, three full days, so it'd be the start of the fourth day. Start of the fourth day. No, I guess we rested before. Or right. the end of the third day, one of the two. Either right. right at the end of the third or start of the fourth. It's actually in the middle of the afternoon, because I rolled it. Okay. I didn't know. Um, anyways, uh, so, you, and, and you have spent a little bit of time. So, uh, it, it, with these people, and also digging stuff up and finding them. Um, but what's happened here is, is that there was this, this dead silence. And then you hear this roar that just comes, just starts low and just rises. And you hear another one, and another, but it's a different roar from a different direction. And another one from a different direction. And another one from even another direction. Okay. And you start feeling this thudding sound. Not sound. You start feeling this thudding as something large and very heavy is impacting the ground. All right. I continue to kind of look around down the browning. Uh, I'm assuming this is 50, 100, 200 for the range in yards. That's probably... That's actually in squares. Correct. In squares. Each square is two yards. Yes. So its minimum range is 100 yards, so a football field. So anything, a football field or less, is considered no sure, penalty. Right. Um, but that being said, since it's such an immense range, but it also has a rate of fire of three, I'm not familiar with the Browning enough to know, is that a scoped gun, or no. is it just that accurate without a scope? What do we mean that accurate? Well, it's 50, 100, 200, so at 600 yards, I take so, a minus four penalty. It's because it's so powerful, it has a very flat trajectory. Okay. Okay, it doesn't, you know, so it's... It's pretty much within a hundred within a hundred yards. 
whatever you aim at, you're going to hit, assuming, mm -hmm. of course, that you have a, a good aim to begin with. You don't have one of those arching kind of problems. For, you don't have to account for wind speed or, right. or wind too. Somewhere. Too much wind resistance, yeah, because other bullets start tumbling at that period, and then they diverge greatly. But this thing right here fires a steel-jacketed round um, that, you know, that would, it looks like a, a little missile on its own without the fins. Speaking of which, I probably would have checked it beforehand. I doubt I just went and grabbed it and started shooting it immediately. Um, but well, that, you were loving on that thing. You were like, oh, look, baby, what I got. Was there additional ammo for it is the first question. Yeah, I said that there were basically... Is it basically a full, you know, fully loaded, ready to go? It's got a belt, and it has about 150 rounds, which is a lot, considering the weight issue. Yeah, they, they listed it as a 200 shot. I, I didn't know if it was a considered a full drum, whatever it's, it is. It's a belt. Okay. Generally, it comes out of a box. Okay. You know, and it goes, and it feeds into it, and then... Yeah, and, and they may have another box to collect the the um, the webbing of where the bullets come out of. Basically, it's a webbing of the belt kind of thing. Right? It's, mm -hmm. not, it's not one of the nice little plastic feed things that they have for like uh, six, 60 calibers when you want to carry them around. This thing mm -hmm. really is designed to be used with a tripod. Okay. Okay. And the three means that it's full, it's full automatic. It doesn't have a, a, a single shot, double tap. Um, you know, short thing is basically it's either full automatic or it's nothing. Okay. okay. So that's what that means. Which is really good when you want to like do grazing fire, you know, and stuff. So it's, the, you guys, um, uh, you guys all need to give me spirit checks as a result of this. Even me that just made the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I get a bonus for riding the high of that kill? Can I, can I haggle a bonus out of that? I mean, I did just totally yes, blow yes. a dinosaur. I, I will definitely give you a plus one bonus. Sure. Well, I got roll a two. And that would make me out of four with that plus four. one. Four. Okay. How about you? Roll a four. Good. Okay. All right. Well, that means that you are not paralyzed in fear yeah, in other words, intimidated. What about those other schmucks were there? Well, that's what I'm about to roll right here. Ah. They're not so uh, rough and tumble as you are, guys are. Yeah, if I, do I have any penalties for uh, to, to my dice for my injuries? How many uh, are you down on hit points? I mean, how many wounds do you currently have? No, okay, I thought... I guess I misunderstood. Uh, it sounded though I took some uh, damage from the last roll. No, you were you were sick back at the base camp, but it wasn't you. It was actually Silas who was sick at the base camp. Oh, okay. I got so it. you are Silas, but not really. Uh, but you, I mean, you got injured before, right? Did you have any minuses currently because of those injuries? I didn't know if there was anything new from the last session. No. So I, okay. My, okay. My bad. All right. So, all right. Anyways, two, three, four, five. Okay. So uh, the only person who seems to be this, to, to be uh, trembling in fear, okay, is uh, uh, is Jason. Our tour guide. Your 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 uh, your charge. Did you your, roll for Natasha? 
No, he did not. What's her? I don't know, but probably not I. She made it. Ah, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. He goes and says, screw this! And he runs for the tunnel. Like he's going to run outside and into the woods somewhere. Anywhere to where the dinosaurs that he's afraid of are? He's he's apparently afraid that the dinosaurs are coming here. He doesn't want to be here when they get here. Mm -hmm. Is anybody going to do something to try to stop it? Um, Or not? How far away is he? Well, he... um, He's only one square away from you. So he's six feet away when he starts, when he says that and starts running. You're standing there, you know, with this, let's say, with this automatic weapon in your hands. How mobile is this weapon? Can I club him with it? I would consider it to be unwieldy. I'll give you a minus two for it, but yes, you could. I'm going to try and club him with this weapon. All right. Roll to hit. And I'm going to, I'm actually going to yell, Jason! Do I know his last name? Yeah, so... I'm going to use his last name like I'm his mother. Oh, Jason Went, Wentworth coming, Cunningham Fast. Oh, the pig man? The pig, yes! Oh, that's what you meant. Jason, okay. yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to club the sucker. I thought the pig man was left back at the encampment. No. And a minus what? Minus two, because of willingness. Benny it. Uh, that's going to be a five okay. versus his parry. I'm sure that hits him. Not exactly a... Oh, God. Let's see here. His, uh, yeah, his dexterity uh, <laughs> is low. So, yes, that would... Well, It'd be half his fighting plus two. Yeah. Um, and if his fight is untrained, then it is just a two. Right. Well, it's... I would say it's it's two. So, yes. I'm saying. Okay. Five would definitely hit it regardless. Okay. So... So you need to do some damage. Yep. Let me check what... Um, well, a club normally does um, a D6... So I'll give this a D8 because it's big. Try to compensate for the fact that it was harder to hit strength with. Strength plus D8 or just a D8? It's strength, I mean, strength okay. plus a D8. Okay. Are you really trying to intimidate him? Uh, well, I, I do realize... So I'm assuming that unlike my human counterpart, me, um, I understand that in the Hinterlands, damage is something that if you don't shoot to kill, they're going to recover. So, yes, I'm... Pretty much trying to take him out. Anytime I would hit someone, I would try and take him out, or I would shoot to kill. You know, those are my two modes: shoot to kill or shoot to almost kill. So uh, that is going to be thirteen. Okay. Well, um, that's definitely. Um, um, so that would you would have a knock him unconscious. Be about six. So that would be um, um, one wound. Well, it's a raise, yeah. So basically, you would knock him. You would take him out. 
Yeah. And basically, sl- this, this thing slams down on top of him, and he ends up face down, legs splayed out in all directions, and his little piggy tail out of the back of his suit, just a quivering back and forth. So do we now have to give him first aid or he'll die? No, you should give him first aid, though. He's sort of occupied at the moment. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I mean I we can, hear a thumping in the I can roll on the incapacitation table. Yeah, um, do that. Since uh, he is essentially... That's interesting. I mean, if all that, that only sets in really after the golden hour. We may resolve whatever this is in the next... So your ultimate uh, success was a five yeah. on that thing. All right. Um, okay, so you run power out to the, uh, uh, the fence, yeah. um, which is not designed for... Um, well, it might actually be designed for electrical. Um, uh because that would make sense that they would do that, since it's right there. Uh, unfortunately, when you do this, uh, it also, because of the amount of power that's going through this thing, um, it, you see all the vegetation start to cur- curl and brown and suddenly burst into flames all the way around the, the power point. I mean, you literally watch... All this vegetation brown shrink and explode into fire. Does it look like there's some type of EMF field around that, or would it, would it, would we uh, know if there's some type of short, or is this just because of the sheer amount of power? It's a it's it's first of all the sheer amount of power, and secondly, it's because all this vegetation is laying all over the very fancy just electrified. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that's what I thought. Okay, all right. You quickly begin to feel the heat from this. On uh, again, you know, uh, Benjamin. If you were within my reach, I would hit you too. <laughs> you stagger back away from this because the heat is like, oh. Well, he probably also connected it on the sides, you know. No, I know, but I'm just saying though, is that he connected it, you know, and he stepped back and he watched it, and it and it did this, and all of a sudden the heat. As this thing explodes into flame, it's like watching the uh, Indiana Jones uh, Temple of Doom uh, adventure uh, ride at the you know at the Six Flags. All of a sudden, that thing fires off. It's like being a this, hibachi when they, get this, they do that. Right, you get this big roll of heat that comes rolling over you, makes you step back. Anyways, uh, everybody uh, is uh, the, the people that are there are, are kind of you know whoa, and they're they're looking around and. There doesn't seem to be any real good place here to hide or anything. Uh, some of them are starting to edge over to that uh, conduit to try maybe to hide inside the conduit because it would probably give some pretty good protection. Um, and uh, and yeah, but even over the sound of the crackling and the flames, you can hear, feel, and 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 now hear the cracking sound as something. And some things are moving through this vegetation towards you. Any any anything else that you want to do? <clears throat> um, so is it, we're, we're seeing movement in, in, in the shrubbery. Not yet. You're hearing it though. It sounds like it sounds like limbs are being broken off of trees and things. If something is instead of sl- instead of slowly moving through the jungle as it has been in the past, 
something is moving rapidly and just snapping limbs that happen to be in the way. I'm going to make a notice just to see if I can identify the direction that it's predominantly coming from. Okay. It's a five. All right. Um, you can't tell one so- one way more than another, but you definitely can tell that they're all, se- again, it continues to seem like they're coming from all directions. So when you think of this outpost, for some reason I'm imagining, like, a side of a hill, and then there's, like, a fence around it, sort of. Is this truly just, like, a four, you know, yes. four directions out, in, like... Four directions, there's a, um, I'd say it's, it's, a, it's a slight hill... So that's where the pipe goes down lower mm-hmm. from the upper part. It goes underground and comes out. And uh, so it does provide a certain amount of drainage, but it mostly seems to be a method to be able to come in and out if the gates are shut, something that can be controlled. Um, there, was a, there was a removable grating on each side at one point, but... Is there actually a building here? No, there's no building, but it looked like they it, it was set up for... Um, Tents and things like that. Um, and right in the very center is this concrete, uh, uh, structure with has the, the, the big titanium tube coming out of the middle of it with, and you, you know, with the hissing sound of the, of the, uh, uh, helium coming out of it and those two gleaming power points, you know, one's positive, one's negative. And the, all the wires that were up clamping onto them, you know, two sets of wires, one going in one direction, one going in the other. So this is now a big flaming square? It's now a big flaming square. Okay. Right. Okay, now, is what's the limit on uses of MacGyver? I think it's once per session. Or is it? I mean, you... I'm not sure. You can. I, it's your, I it's your character it's, in your book. Is part of your book? <laughs> I... Okay, so you're looking for... Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> so Benjamin is looking for large pieces of fabric, and of course, uh, Latasha will help you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that you might theoretically be able to use for uh, making a balloon, making and a escaping. balloon, and escaping. Okay. Um, something is is ticking in the back of your head, um, and well, you're not quite sure why you should be thinking about it, but you are. So I'll give you a um, another repair roll because I think you should. Be thinking about this. Six, six. Okay. Um, it occurs to you that with the heat and the fire coming off of this fence, that the copper of the wires may eventually melt, breaking the connection. Um, so, okay, how, the length of time that this was going to work as a <clears throat> deterrent may be quite limited. Okay. Well, then I'll turn it off, and when the dinosaurs actually appear, I'll turn it on again. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fire that's on the fence right now. How tall is the fence? The fence is about 14 foot tall. I continue to kind of peek up over the tops. I know that the fire is kind of dancing, sort of. Uh, But I just want to see if there's anything sizable that, like, you know, I see coming over. Right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of running around, you know. You can't really do that. I'm going to say you're literally. I'm kind of rotating around. Well, you're, you're pick, you can pick the thing up and kind of plop it down. <laughs> but you're, you know. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not running around, but I am looking about. Right. Right. Okay. So. Kind uh, of staying, staying in my square, I guess. I'm not, you know, running all about. Okay. 
I'm just saying, is it's, it's a heavy, it's heavy, heavy yep. gun. It's, it's more as unwieldy than anything else. And it really can't fire. It has such a kick on it that you can't fire it until you actually have it set down on that tripod. Otherwise, it'll just knock you right over. So you... Um, oh, I'm pretty strong. I know, but still. You know, guns... Schwarzenegger are, held like a... That, what? Machine gun at his waist. That was a... The, I think you're thinking about... Uh, was that a 50 cal machine gun? It was 60. 60 caliber. This is actually tougher than that. Yeah, but he was going like full auto, like yeah. forty rounds a and, and he's minute. and he's fi- and he's firing blanks. Yes, okay. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, all right, and then you see literally you see two trees just bend and snap over the the orange flame and the black smoke is pouring off the top of this this fence. I you see this thing snap over. Okay, and and you hear. You know, basically that you know, there's, you know, that Godzilla sound. You know, you're like saying, "Well, it's not Godzilla because that's 300 feet." So I'm aiming over there, right? But uh, you definitely uh, through the smoke, you can see something moving. So it's at least 15 foot tall, if not bigger. I drop down into a prone position with it. You can't. You won't be able to fire like that. Really? I thought you said it has a tripod. It does, the... but the angle. You're, you're going to shoot over this thing. Ah, shoot through the fence. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, I'm assuming it's not like a concrete wall. It's absolutely. Like a... You can fire right through it right now. I mean, it's it, it's just, you know, you'll be, you'll be firing with big biases because it's invisible, essentially, in that sense. You're firing where you think it is. Yeah, I mean, but if I could see it above, you know, there could be a tree in the way that I can't see. Unlikely. Unlikely. But, you know, so, okay. You might hit the fence itself. Yeah. So you're, um, so you're, okay, so you drop down, you're kind of looking, trying to line this up with where you think the body of this thing might be. Because I wouldn't be able to aim up if I had to be on the tripod. And you hear, okay, and you hear another, you hear hear some more crackling and, and scratching sounds like, Somebody's basically stuck a backhoe into the ground and 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 and, and ripped a whole you know, a couple of boulders out, and uh, and you hear this other screeching sound, and it's definitely a different animal, but it also sounds really really big. Okay, and okay. we can't understand what the screeching sound is saying. No. Well, the second I feel like I have a shot, whether it's clear or partially clear, you know. I think of it sort of like if you if you saw a, a, a neck high fence like in Home Improvement, if I shoot through the fence, we'll pretend it's chain link rather than wood. Yeah. If I can see Wilson's head, I, I've got a pretty good idea where his body is. I understand. That's why. That's why you. Yeah. That's why I'm not saying it's impossible. But sure. you will have minuses. All right. So. Um. So whenever uh, it's um a clear shot, I'm gonna take it. Okay. Um, and when I say clear, you know what I mean. A, a reasonable shot, not like, oh my god, there's a sound, I better start firing in that direction. Okay. As soon as I have an inkling that there's... Alright. Um, you, uh, uh, you, you, uh, and, and this is, and this is, small, uh, you hear, uh, like the first one, the one that you, you assume broke trees apart. Mm-hmm. You uh, uh, you hear it thumping around over over the crackling and the smoke and the and uh, more to the right, like it's starting to circle, looking for a way in, looking for a way past the fire. You can you know you can definitely feel the impact. You can kind of hear where where it might be, 
Um, is there a chance any of the dinosaurs may actually accidentally get electrocuted? Not yet. They haven't gone over and touched it. The smoke from the, the fire itself is keeping them at bay currently. Oh. Okay, so um, the uh, 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 so you you think you've got a beat on one of them, though that first one? That's why I'm firing. Okay, right now fire to my sword. Can I get a uh, chance at a joke? Oh, yeah, that's right. And as a matter of fact, I'll give you a plus two for surprise, which will just be a minus two now. Do we have any in our supplies, any type of flavors? Uh, I thought you guys said you had some of those, but that's, you know... You that's what your white chip is for. You brought a flare gun. What I'm saying is that I thought that some of you guys said you had those. I don't know where we would have gotten them. I mean, from, okay. the, from the plane. But nobody declared it, so, you know... I guess, I'm saying it's it, kind of the, it was... I know, it was written on your character sheet. I mean, I, I, I sort yeah. of remember someone saying that they were going to, and it may be that Alex, but he's not here, so it doesn't matter. There is no I was going to try to run the flare if it's, if it's approaching our position. Okay. Run out, try to run okay. the conversion. I get uh, three cards. Three now? It's, a, it's been three. The, uh, Six or better, so that's just ten. Okay. All right. Um. So. So, one of them is going to be an 11, and two of them are going to be 6s. Okay. And that's including any bonuses and penalties. Alright. Alright. So, it's a 12 versus toughness on the first hit. Okay. Um, Alright, so, and Wells armor piercing what? Four. Okay. So, alright. So it's got a, it's got a adjusted uh, toughness of fourteen with armor. I already subtracted its armor for that. Okay. Second hit. That's why I said adjusted. It's a seven. Wow. And then right on top of the pencil. So that's a no. And then the third one is with a raise. Just going to be twenty-four. Okay. That's 24 armor piercing 4. So if it was 14, then it'd be with two raises. Right. So, okay. So, um, all right. So that's, uh, okay. So you basically hit this thing and it's, there's a, Huge roar of pain, and uh, and then you hear this, you know, the, the, and you hear the, another boom thud as it goes down. Okay, at which and uh, at which point we now I'm going to now they, they were surprised at this, so now we're going to roll a real initiative. 
Okay. Okay, and there's another, and you hear the sound of more crashing in out of the, the jungle at this point. And you're frantically running around looking for cloth? No, I'm not. How many cards do you get right now? Um, two, I think. Um, yeah, two. One of my three. My three. There's three of my three. You got a three. Nadino's got a nine. But it only made sense that I'd have a pretty good roll considering how many of these low cards kept coming up. Yeah. Like, uh, all right, so you're next. Do I see where I think there are any more? It's really vague at this point because. You know, you know, there's the, the, you just heard the roar from the one. Um, there, there's a there's a there's a, a, a follow up roar from another one that's actually pretty. Um, can make a notice roll just to see if I can uh, instinctively just you know as I'm shooting yeah. kind of hear another roar and yeah. have an idea as to where to at least point. All right, uh, that's a four on my notice. Okay, I'll uh, give you a general area. I so I, I point the gun in that general direction, and I you're just gonna delay. Hose. Well, I'm sure you're not just going to hose. That's what you that's what rock and roll. That's what you've been doing is just basically firing, you know, like a bunch of shots, like nine shots. That was like nine shots, by the way. When you fired three, three, no, no, three hits, nine shots. It's actually no. This thing has a rate of fire of three. It I know, which means three. it uses actually nine shots. That's the way the game works. I didn't think that's how it worked because yeah. I know that um, no, it's not three shots equals three three bullets. It, it's it, you're firing automatically. You get three okay, rolls. I thought percent. it was pop pop pop. No, like, no, it's not. You're fire. You fired nine sh- bullets, and three of them have a chance of hitting. Okay, so if I only have a rate of fire of one, am I firing three bullets? If you have a rate of fire of one, you're firing one bullet. Rate of fire of two. I'm just curious. Yeah, and usually that means you're firing one or two bullets. Okay, because it doesn't actually list this gun as fully auto. It just has a rate of fire of three. Well, I'm I'm sure it is. Okay. At least that's the way I'm running it. Fair enough. Um, okay, then if that's the case, uh, I'll take the firing blind penalty of minus four. Right. what it is. And there won't be a surprise this time. So... So that's a 8, a 7, and a 3. With modifiers? With modifiers. Okay, well. Assuming there's no size modifier where I have a bonus chance to hit them based on them being large. I would say, you know, we're kind of letting you get that by the fact that you're firing into this pretty much black area. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if you were firing at a man, I don't think you'd even be hitting them. (laughs) So that's going to be a, a hit, and then a hit with a raise. Okay, go ahead. So the hit is going to be 14, okay. armor-piercing 4. And the hit with a raise <laughs> is going to be 33, armor-piercing 4. <laughs> Okay, well, another one's going to bite the dust for that. 
Okay. I'm just saying, this necklace of dinosaur ears Mm -hmm. I'm going to be wearing, (laughs) it's going to be real heavy. Right. Like giant alarm clocks. Okay. But like even one dinosaur ear is going to be pretty heavy. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, you're done. Their turn. Okay? And what you see is you see a a triceratops. And when I say you see it, I mean... You literally, what happens is this, this triceratops rears up and crashes down over the fence, electrocuting itself as it does it. And maybe immolating itself. And, well, it's a triceratops. It's yeah. going to take a while to cook, okay? And this other really huge uh, crocodile-looking thing comes racing in over its back, coming into attack. Okay, so it will close, and and it will get one attack against you guys. Um, I'm assuming that uh, everybody who was here has all run into the tunnel and are hiding, except for Piggy, who's laying there on the ground unconscious. Not me. I'm out in the... Uh, I know. You're out in the open. I'm on prone with the tripod, like I'm right. saying. I'm not sure, since this is on the other side, I'm not sure that necessarily... Uh, you're the closest, okay? So basically, at this point, uh, there's three, three, four targets. One, you know, Natasha, you, uh, and, uh, and of course, um, um, oh, wait a minute, Zach. I'm sorry. There's six, because there's the two people from the, uh, uh, Rescue who, who party? No, the guard, yeah, the, well, they're not a rescue party, but they're the, 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 we're here the guys. The adventurers. Yeah, the event, well, they're, they're, they're Research. scouts, researching scouts. Okay. Anyways, so you guys are one, two, three, four, and five, six. One. You. Okay. You know, he actually runs over and inhales a whole bunch of helium to try and scare him away with his high pitched voice. That's what he MacGyvers his voice to sound like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> And then they attack Natasha. He's scared! Alright. I forget, so, what's the stuff you can inhale that's like the anti-helium? It's denser than air? There's, there's krypton and xenon. Right. Actually, even argon is denser than air. Okay, so... Alright, so this thing charges, so he's going to get a plus two to hit and damage. Um, it's got a fighting of, uh, D6. It's pretty weak sauce for a dinosaur. I've got a higher It's a crocodile. Pretty weak sauce for a crocodile. That's a seven. Seven versus your, I'm sorry, that's a nine versus your... Harry is a six. Six, Okay. So that's not a, a hit with a raise. All right. So um, let's see here. And this is a uh, going to be a bite. So that's going to be a strength plus a d8. And its strength is d12 plus five. So d12 plus seven and a d6. Sorry, d8. All right, so that's 8, 13, 
plus seven is twenty. Um, that's you are shocked. Yeah, that, that's going to kill me unless I can soak it. Yeah, do that. Yeah, How do it's, I a, do that? it's a dinosaur, Benjamin. <laughs> a, you big make one, a, a really big one. You make a vigor check. Okay. Yes, which is against your vigor, your vigor score. Oh, it explodes. Oh, it, oh, so it Ten. almost went to the six again. Uh, Ten. Yeah. Okay. So that's two successes. All right. So so twenty. What's your um, toughness? T- toughness is is five, but I wrote plus two or four Kevlar, and I think that would go on top of that. It'd be plus yeah, two. It'd be plus two. So what what was the base again? Sorry, I forget. Six. Is that what you said? Ten? Question mark. Um, your, your, your toughness? What's your base toughness? My base toughness is 5. Plus so 5 seven, two is seven, 7. And 20 would be 13 over, so that's 3 raises, so you take 1 wound, because you yeah. take 2. Right, so you're at 1 wound. And you're shaking, of course. And of course you're shaking. Unless, of course, you have another Benny that you want to spend no. on, on uh, taking that shaking addition away. Okay, so um, the one that went down, by the way, is dead. It's twitching, but it's dead. You know, because of the electricity that's coursing through his body. Um, the, the triceratops. Uh, the triceratops. The, uh, the wires that are connected to it, by the way, are literally smoking and catching on fire because of the amount of current that's now being discharged into the ground. More current. Yeah. You figure that probably it's going, the wires themselves are going to melt off the power point in, uh, by the end of the round. It's an electrifying power point. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so uh, that brings it to you, I believe. Uh, uh, King uh, six. Yeah, he's got a three. And what did the uh, two extras have in our party? Oh, I I didn't bother to to roll that. I was going to. Are they going to be doing anything productive? Yes, uh, I think they'll come after you guys. I mean, I should have given them a card. Okay. I didn't think of it, so they'll come. They'll come last since I forgot. <clears throat> Uh, is there a place I can flee to? Well, it's yes, fun. you can try to flee if you want it to get a, a get a fleeing okay. attack on you. Protect that. Then I'll, minus then I'll, I will attempt to, to that tunnel. I will attempt to shoot it with my pitiful glob. Is Natasha in that tunnel? No, she was with him. I, she was available. I, I tried to motion her to go so to the tunnel. So it was one, two, three. Four, four, five, six. Five, six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's one that Hasha's in between us for targeting purposes. Well, okay, but you're just you're, I'm wondering. You're, you're really, the, you're is really she the one or the two. She was the two. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so one that yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, but she's really much closer to him than to you. Yeah, all my things are dead. <laughs> okay. The. Um, that's a seven to hit the dinosaur with my pitiful glock. Okay. Or the crocodile. Yeah, the, the giant um, crocodile. That is a hit. Yeah. Damage is 2d6, which is seven, which I'm pretty sure is not going to hurt it. Well, it, yeah, it de- you definitely hit it, but uh, how much damage was that again? Yeah, seven. Seven, no. Yeah. Didn't get through his toughness. Basically, your bullet embedded itself in the, in the large scales of its sides. Ridges of bone and scale on his head. Wherever you were, well, you hit his mid. You didn't go for the head, so you hit this midsection. Somewhere. Didn't hit him in his exposed midriff. Right. Yeah. Didn't put one so up those ninety tank. Didn't dives. put one up the cloaca either. No. Okay. If I 
I, I guess I can't do that now, though. If you're going to do multiple you actions, you need to declare them at the beginning. Yeah. So we can apply the right penalty. Although moving is a free action, but if you're moving away from something in melee, they get a free yeah. regular swing, not a special anything. But yeah. I'm sure this thing could like tail whip you or hit you with this head. Let's just bite him again. I guess bite would be its base. It's got a big sinuous neck, you know. I mean, it's not really long. It's more like like a huge. Is it like? It's like a Tri- is it really close triangular, or is it like a long shovely? It's l- long. It's more like a, a gigantic sub with teeth in it. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, it's one of those like eighteen foot you know, long subs with teeth in it. Okay. So, are you moving at all? Um, I guess I could take like a five foot step or something. Can I? <laughs> is that permitted by the rules? I mean, without getting attacked. Or- I have no idea, actually. You can make a small step if you want to, as long as it, you know. Yeah, you should do. You should pull your lasso that you brought with you, if you if and you, your If you move out of saddle. your, basically, if you move out of your square, your, uh, the rules are if you move out of your square, your whatever. Okay, so there's no really, such thing. I don't really it? care if you move a little bit, because this thing is huge in comparison. Okay. It's not like you're, you're not moving out of its reach or in any way threatening its ability to attack you by moving around a little bit. So there's no place I can move to that would might protect me from its attack. Oh, there's so. plenty of places you could move to, but it's going to get to attack you when you do that. I think the other thing is you can take a full retreat sort of a thing where it's your entire turn. Well, like, they they don't be that. done that, but they you don't, don't get that. that. No, I'm just letting you know for he, the... He for, fired. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I tell Natasha, get to the shelter. Get to the tube. Where everybody else is hiding. Okay. If th- this doesn't... Bullets don't affect this. Okay. I mean, she's, she must have seen me fire at it and not damage it. Okay. Um. All right. She um. Uh, she pulls out one of your special grenades. She says, "This will fix it." You have special grenades. You know no. the ones that are from the. the I don't. I don't the, think I have mine. Oh, I'm the only one that has one. It's inside of my vest. Well. You know, uh, I thought we had two of them, and I used one of them in the caves. I, I, as far as I know, I didn't have a special grenade. I, I could be wrong. I didn't write one down, though. Yeah, now, I, I threatened somebody with it once. But now, for all I know, you know, she may have pickpocketed it off of him. All right, fine. She, she's she'll, not that or I could, fine. She'll, um, she'll use. Um, she'll go. Yeah, she'll go ahead and pull out her gun and fire. She says, "I'm not leaving you." She says, I'd be blue without you. Well, we can be blue together. Okay. So what's your um, fighting skill? Uh, my shooting? Shooting. My shooting skill is D8. Okay. Okay. That, um, that is an 8. So that's a hit with a raise. And she's going to... Fire twice. It's going to be embarrassing if she takes this thing out. Okay, and that's um, and that's also a hit. It's a double tap. Yeah. So that's a, a plus two. Yeah. 
I don't think I was having to roll twice for that. Plus, okay, playing plus one. All right, so here's the damage. They're D6s, right? Yeah, I block is 2D6. Explodes. Okay, that's 8, 12. And um, double tap gives you plus 1 to hit and damage. Right. But it spends 2 rounds of ammo. 12, 12 15, um, 17. Okay, 17. Um, and uh, this thing, and does this have armor piercing on armor it? Armor piercing 1. Okay, so that means its toughness is um, 15. So she hits this thing, and it is shaken. That's at, which, at which point she says, Run, honey! <laughs> and she runs over to the, the tube, over okay. to the tunnel. Well, you know, you could always go for a trick or something. Yeah. Well, I was, I was, I thought of something, but I thought of it too late. Okay. I thought of it after I shot it. All right. So, so it's, and this is, it's it's, it's his turn and the NPC's turn. Right. Okay. So it's, it's your turn. Um, uh, uh, Zach, you have a plus two to hit it because it's shaken. And maybe something for its size uh, bonus. It's huge. Watch, but I was thinking along more along the lines of taking one of the players, and it, if I'm able to try to run and use the flare to try to distract them away from the rest of the party, and actually aim to a burning fence and try to do damage to them and try to see if they'll crash into the burning wires. Yeah. Well, right now, it's inside the burning fence. Except for the part that's covered over by the um, still twitching um, Stegosaurus. Also, not that that's not a cool sounding thing, but like picture being inside of like a warehouse that's on fire and you're holding a torch and waving it around. Like it's just like fire inside of a whole bunch of fire. Like probably not that effective. Now, if you want to try to shoot it in the eye with this thing, that would be cool. Maybe it's a green flare. You didn't say that. But I, I'm guessing it was one of those special green beret flares. <laughs> well, in hearing that, uh, I probably be more it'd be more dangerous for me. Right now, you've got a plus two to hit it. Can you? Can you? Is there a way you can like trick it into electrocuting, electrocuting itself on the fence? Because that's what I was thinking. Well, but that's always too late. and take it to have them run it onto the fence. I'm sorry, you're going to try to somehow confuse it and make it run onto the fence. Well, no, where I take it a flare, try to gain their attention, run toward the fence, and throw the flare onto the fence, and to see if they're uh, uh, trying to have them basically run onto the electrified, uh, 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 the, the fence, trying to electrocute themselves. Okay. Do damage. All right, so this thing that's currently shaken... You're gonna take. You're gonna light up your flare, and you're gonna throw it over on the fence, and try it, and, and hoping that it will follow that and run over into the fence and electrocute itself. Is there a? In theory. Go for it. Is there a mechanism in the game that would allow somebody to do such a maneuver? It's called. It's called a trick, or a, a test of wills. 
And yeah, that would be... And basically, you know, just, uh, use it, and use it what uh, Jeff Goldblum did in, in Jurassic Park. Wave it, run it, run toward it, throw it, throw it onto the electric fence. But what, what role do I need to make first? First, okay. Well, first of all, you need to... Um, Is it a taunt or an intimidation? Those are your two... There's also trick. Test of will. There's also trick. Mm-hmm. That may just give a plus two, though. Either make an opposed agility or smarts. So probably he's trying to not outmaneuver, but outsmart it. Right, right. So first thing I think you should do is I think you should go ahead and try to make your throwing roll to throw this lit um, uh, layer over onto the still um, spark, uh, uh, well, still on fire and, and, and powered up fence on the other side of the compound. I don't have throwing, per se. Would that be an agility check? No, it's still throwing. It's just at a minus two. Yeah, it's okay. a d4 minus two, so you get and that. a d6 minus two. Yeah, you get your, your hero die as well. It's just minus two on your result. Okay. Now, you're throwing it against a fence, okay. which is gigantic, so I'll give you a plus two to hit it. So, you know, it's okay. not. it shouldn't be too hard to hit it. I actually rolled uh, uh, my hero dies. that exploded. All right. So a total of nine. With the minus two? Well, then there would be, it would be a seven. Over the hero, the so hero. There's a minus two, two. And the plus two, right? You adjust the numbers nine. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I didn't, I didn't hit any adjustments on the nine. So. I just told you you get a plus two for the size as you're throwing it against a, a big fence. Okay, then there would be a, a total of 11. That would be a nine. It's a minus two because you don't have throwing, and a plus two because right, it's a huge fence. So it would be back to a nine. Right. Okay, fine. No problem. That thing goes flying over right where you want to. Now, make your, um, I guess it would be a smarts check versus its smarts. Okay. Thanks. Actually, uh, tricks, uh, tricks aren't uh, opposed rolls. It's just if the trick succeeds, then it's distracted and they have a minus two to their parry until their next action. That's that, the definition that of tricks. using a trick for something. No, no, I mean, that's just the definition of what right. a trick yeah, is. Well, that's what I said. But that wouldn't be the kind of trick he's trying to do because he's trying to trick it into doing something. It's either that or it's a persuade check. So go ahead and make, uh, if you want to, we can just do it as a persuade check. I just don't like that. Well, okay, go ahead. Do it as yeah. like. He's okay, so am I doing a, per- a persuasion or. Um... Do a persuade check. Does he have okay. persuade? I don't know. Oh, I have persuade. Uh, uh, See, but persuade is 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 yeah, he's spirit. Not talking it's spirit. Something. Yeah. Uh, four. Four. Okay. You want to? And then that, that, would, that would be because he's trying to get it to do something. Yeah, I was wondering like, if you wanted to Benny the four. Okay. Did you want to Benny the four? Well, I have a D, I have a D four persuasion, so. I picked many uh, hoping to get a, a, a hero dice, but I, I don't think that would be actually, a, that'd be a waste of a Benny. So no. Alright. So, um, it, it watches that thing go over, and then it, it's, uh, and then its eyes come right back and just look at you with this whole reptilian stare that you just almost can see the flames of hate in its eyes. It was not impressed by that at all. Cancel Christmas. (laughs) So, uh, these guys are going to try their best to take it out. 
So they're going to fire their double their their thirty thirties, and um, at this thing, that's the right time. Okay, well, I, in Jurassic Park, it wasn't a fence that was already on fire, that. though. It was like a flare in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's a four and an eight that explodes. And is a, another eight that explodes. And a three. So one of them hits it in the midsection, and the other one basically shoots it in the eye. I'm going to see the damage here. That was two at once. Apparently missed everything vital. The one shot to the chest. But the one to the head... is a 12... Um, sorry, 14 uh, plus 4... Uh, is an 18, and that will, um, it's already shaken. And now it's already, and plus two for that, but well, actually, that's only the hit. So that's, uh, and that will cause one more wound, and it will fall down, thud, to the ground. And as, and as it falls down, you can still see it staring at you, staring at you, Zach, and you almost can see the light slowly fade in its eyes. But it could be just be a reflection of all the fire coming from the fence behind you. <laughs> Maybe there were no flames in his eyes, but it sure looked that way. Uh, kind of like the flames in the eyes of the sheriff and over the world. At this point, there's a huge cracking, zapping sound as the um, as the wires that were going over to the fence where the um, Stegosaurus is snap off of the power point and literally just explode in hot uh, copper metal all over the place uh, as, as they're, they literally uh, burst out of their wrappings, spraying everybody in the area. Uh, make a make another spirit check to not be shaken. Everyone? Everybody. Well, yeah. For... Does that apply to dinosaurs as well? The dinosaurs are all down currently. Am I still riding that high from blowing up another no. one of them? No. Roll the four. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. And you roll the four. All right. Um, Natasha. She's good. <laughs> and these two. They're both good. Okay. All right. Here's last one. All right. So, at this point, all the dinosaurs are currently down. Five dinosaurs you guys have taken out in like the last two or three rounds. You have enough, you, you have a, a, enough, um, uh, alligator, uh, uh, Croutons or whatever <laughs> to feed, you know, a, a platoon of hungry uh, soldiers. Okay. Um, can I try to like? So he gets two cards. Okay. Yeah. Nope. I know. Yep. 
And one for our extras. Five. Okay, and of course, if more dinosaurs show up, I will. Um, all right. I will give them a card. Uh, all right. So the the sound of your gunfire fades, uh, replaced by, of course, and, and of course, the sound of the exploding wires. Uh, and all this left is is the 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 slowly labored breathing of the dinosaurs as they're die lay dying. Um, the, fe- uh, the, uh, the, the fence is, uh, continues to, to crackle and smoke. Um, the, uh, the wires on the other side, um, fall away from the. Yeah, you said that's because of the fire, not because of the electricity. So I know. I can't turn a- it off. Right. Well, um, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, you can't turn it off because you just wired it straight over. Uh, um, I mean, you can disconnect it. You can. Uh, anyways, those things fall off. Um, the thing, let me go and uh, make a uh, luck check to see whether or not that they they just fall flat or whether they actually start discharging into the ground, which would cause the same problem as the other one. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Unfortunately, that one also starts discharging into the ground, uh, the, uh, which is over where you are. Uh, make a, uh, uh, make a bigger check. Five. Okay. Uh, you can feel the electricity, you know, cor- um, you know, coursing to your legs, making your muscles jer- uh, tighten up. Uh, almost to immobility, okay. but you're able to stag still force yourself to stagger away until you're away from the immediate site where the power is 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 uh, going into the ground. Okay. Okay. Stag- right. I, I try and get away then as I feel it kind of right. Okay. So that's that's just something that happens because of that. Um, at this point, you guys can can start taking your initiative. You're first. Again. Um, you know, as I pull myself away, I, I try and kind of get the uh, lift up the tripod. You know, I, I, I stand up, I carry the tripod over towards the pipe, knowing that on the other end of the pipe, it's just, you know, kind of more jungle terrain. Uh, but I do try and set up there where I'm facing outwards from the pipe towards our square enclosure. That way, if anything comes into the square enclosure, I'll have some type of okay. shot on it. I think you're misunderstanding the situation. Let me go and make you a small, quick map here. Okay. Okay. You've got this enclosure, mm-hmm. okay, and you've got a pipe coming into it. Okay. And it goes... Fair. I was, we'll say over here, and I'm moving to right here. That way I have... And see, over here... A large stegosaurus has fallen on the fence there. Awesome. In, in the center, you've got this. Oh, do these other? So, if this is my character's head and these okay. are my legs, mm-hmm. I'm right here. Okay. Now I'm trying to tripod it up near the pipe. That way, anything else that comes towards the enclosure, I'll just have to pivot a little to shoot at it. Okay. Um, I mean, does that 
Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just saying is that the... That's all I'm doing on my turn. I'm just getting up pro- and running over there. The problem is is that you're getting closer to this flaming wall of fire. Okay? That so, happens. And, um... But I'm saying, if you try, don't try, don't fire down the length of the pipe because there's people in there. I'm not aiming into the pipe. I'm okay. aiming. All right. Picture like I'm backing into the pipe. Okay. That's how I want to be. I want to be aiming out. So uh, we're in this downtime. I'm re- reorienting myself so that so I'm you're guarding the pipe. So you want to be in the mouth of the pipe, aiming out. Yes. Okay. Thanks. I understand now. All right. So. Um, so that's what you do. You basically run over there and, 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 and go prone with the, the gun, ready to deal more damage. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ken? I assume I can't do, like, first aid on myself, because that takes too long. Right? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. You can okay. start. Yeah. It'll just be 60 rounds. Uh, I don't... Do I, I don't hear or see any dinosaurs at the moment, right? Not at the moment, No. Can I get? Can I use my binoculars and see if I see signs of like approaching creatures that may be causing, you know, stirring up things in the forest? I, I would say that there hasn't been enough time for the fire to die down to the point where you could actually see anything. You can try to get up on the PowerPoint and look out that way. It's a little. It's higher than the ground. I'll give you uh, only a minus two for your notice check. Um, is it not electrified? The PowerPoint is not electrified. There's the two. There's the two posts come out of it that carry the electricity. They are very highly electrified, but the rest of it is not. It's just concrete. Okay. Um. Um. Oh, can I turn off the power right now? You can never turn the power on. You can only. I mean, turn off the power to the electrified. I would think that would be a good idea because then, yes. because then it stops discharging into the ground. Yeah, I will, I'll do that. Okay. All right. Um, make a repair check. Again, don't roll double off. <laughs> Seven. All right. You managed to uh, detach those big couplings you have, yeah. those big clamps you have, attaching it to the power point, and toss them off to the side. Yeah, I don't know if the electric overall did good or bad because I did kill something, but it caused a lot of trouble, too. Well, there was one big, giant dinosaur you had yeah, to deal that's with. What I, that's what I I'm mean, it, it, knocking over that fence, you know, it might have it, it might have been shaken as a result, but it wouldn't have been killed. Mm. So there definitely was that. Alright, so that's nine. Brings it over to Zach. Zach, what are you going to do? And I, I'm taking the multi-action penalty, by the way. I'm doing the lift, move, and then if something comes, I want to be in the position to fire. Okay. Okay. So, uh, now, uh, what do we see at this point? It's how, how close is, is, is this still in the fire? Or is it, are we anywhere near the fire? The fire is still surrounding the compound because the fence is still on fire. Okay. All that overgrowth has just been lighting up and burning like a like a bonfire. It's okay. it's going to be bur- it's going to continue to burn for at least 10 to 15 more minutes. I'm sorry. It's going to burn for at least 10 to 15 more minutes. What's it smell like? Okay. It smells well it's, it's 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 a combination of living and dead wood, so it's 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 kind of 
well, it's it's it doesn't smell good. It just smells like a, a smoky fire. So whenever the, so whenever the wind blows in your direction, which is a lot, it basically oh, yes. is 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 covering the the compound with a lot of uh, of um, uh, my, my a lot of smoke. Any of our equipment is not in danger of is any of our equipment uh, in danger of uh, from the fire. Probably. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, so, well, the others are giving. I'm trying to gather our equipment and to uh, bring them back closer to us that are most in danger of them being engulfed into the flames. Okay. All right. Uh, the the few pieces of equipment that were in, in in immediate danger you've rescued, and the rest of it was pretty much over by the uh, concrete uh, area, anyways. Um, there are, like I said, there were some tents already set up there, uh, some lean-tos and whatever from the people who were staying here. Okay. So, so we continue to just uh, protect our equipment and, and gather our possessions closer toward us, especially the more expensive critical equipment. All right. Yeah, for some reason, that, that, that uh, centrifuge you brought with you to... Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you'd be able to take take proper samples of things. Yes. You're going to re- relocate that MRI machine you've been dragging with you? It's like a million dollars. <laughs> that very one, the very one. Sorry, I'm going to be a, little, big, a lot of trouble. Okay. All right, so... Um, all right, so these guys are... Uh, uh, are... are they're basically going to go over and, and check on the dinosaurs to see whether or not they're they're just unconscious or whether they're actually dying. Okay, and so they're going to do a... Probably the ones that got shocked, though. I'm sure the ones that took, like, severe bullet trauma. That was, those were still outside the fence. The ones okay. that are inside are the yeah, ones that got hit. I don't, I don't think there's anything checking on them. By the way, these dinosaurs also have clean teeth. That's something you can ask them to check. I say, hey, while you're there, can you check and see if they have clean teeth, like the one that I suspected might be intelligent? Mm. Hey, 12 seconds ago, I just got chomped in half by an alligator. Would you mind checking the teeth on these things? Yeah. They're saying, is it, well, this one seems to have a lot of, uh, a, a lot of clothing fibers in its mouth. And, you know, and, and, and blood. I mean, not in that part of its mouth. I asked them to tell me about their childhood as well, while, yeah. while they're doing this, because right. they're obviously not, you know, in any sort of, Distress, you know, there's no fire around us or people bleeding out or anything. Right. Um, right. The thing is, first day takes a long time. You can't do it in a combat round. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, one of them takes out his rifle and does a coup de bras on the one that's, uh, that's still, this, the, 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 and uh, the, the crocodile one. If nothing there. else approaches us eventually, I'm gonna, Ask if somebody can help with my wounds and look around for other wounded people. Okay. Well, here's a thought. Maybe that alligator that tried to chomp you in half, did you happen to see its teeth? Because you were pretty close to its mouth. That's true. Did I, did I see its teeth when it attacked me? You didn't ask. I think you were too busy shooting at it. Think about it. Too, um, too busy being gently caressed by its uh, jaws of life. Yes. Yeah. Says my, does your teeth look like they've been polished recently? <laughs> As it chomped down on your liver. Uh, all right. So, uh, uh, the, anyways, they come back and they 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 say, 
these are uh, he, he says yeah they they have uh, their their uh, mouths are surprisingly clean uh, and empty of detritus. One of them had a gold thread. Okay. No. Well, wait a minute. It's a hinterland. Teeth will grow back, right? Right. So you don't need. You can still do it. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a you just put an external. Yeah, it's a, or it's an adhesive. Yeah. Most people don't actually have their teeth removed and replaced with gold. It's like gold, almost like a retainer. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, uh, and they go over and they say, "Yeah, this one's dead over here. Uh, the one that's uh, that's the the, the, the tri- I'm sorry, this the Stegosaurus, the one that fell over the fence and was electrocuted. It's it's." It's, it's 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 even it looks like it's smoking. It's the size of it are smoking. There's there's a smell of, of of it's 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 not the smell of 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 cooking flesh. That actually might be good. It's more like the smell of a uh, tire that's on fire. So it's pretty stenchy over uh-huh. there. But that that but uh, that's uh, uh I'm sorry uh, the character when the, the when the flesh does Parman. Parman says this one this one's. This one's dead here. Okay. You know what? When the flesh does catch on fire, it smells like chicken. And I'm going to say I pull I pull my bandana up that I didn't mention I had. I pull it up over my mouth like I'm a bandito mm-hmm. to kind of protect myself from some of these fumes. Yeah. Well, that's actually that's kind of stink. I know that's a good that's a good idea because the rest of you guys need to make a bigger check because you're you've been breathing in some pretty bad air now for a couple of rounds. Like the swamp of whatever from well, no, labyrinth. yeah, no, it's not the swamp of <laughs> uh, 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 internal scent. Yeah, you're literally you're literally breathing smoke. Failed, failed. Okay, so you are uh, you are currently staggered because of that. You are suffering some severe, and you also get some minus one on your roll. Yeah, because uh, well, I have a minus one. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, you see, um, uh, oh, I'm sorry, um, uh, Natasha, Natasha literally collapses. Has any of this animal flesh caught on fire yet? No, it's, it's... From the, the dinosaurs that were maybe shot open? Any of the flames get to them? The one that was electrified sitting on the... I said, I said that they're outside, they're scales and stuff. Is there anything in the first aid kit that could be used for breathing? Like a, a mask, maybe that or? would be that would be something you might want to use that shit for. No, I have a first aid kit. I just yeah, but it doesn't have a gas mask in it. And is there something that in the first aid stuff that we found here that that has one of those? Um, if there's already one in there, I don't need to use it. No, shit. there isn't one in there. Fine, I'll use it to get as many masks as we can. One. one. Okay. Well, it turns it turns out that one of the boxes you hadn't opened yet. Actually, does have gas masks in them, mm-hmm. and and three canisters of tear gas. Okay, Natasha, wake up, wake up. She's oh, she's 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 woozy. She's yeah, you know, she's like I said, she's uh, he's, uh yeah, like like they say in the airplane, I put the mask on myself first. Uh huh. Okay. Um, the people that are in the tube, by the way, they're being forced out the other end because the smoke, because it goes, it, it's heavier than air, is going down that tube and spilling the entire tube. Okay, so they're literally spilling out into the jungle on the other end of the tube, coughing and hacking, and 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 and, and yelling, saying, "We can't stay here. 
We gotta run. We gotta go. Grab, grab our, you know, uh, grab our gear and come on. Okay. Um, you don't have to listen. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> uh, maybe we sh- maybe we should go. You think um, this is a better place to defend against dinosaurs? Because uh, in this tube, probably the best spot. Uh, I would recommend we maybe rig something up to keep the smoke out. A sheet, a tarp, something we can put over one end of the tube, you know? Yeah. I'm no I'm MacGyver, but, you know. Okay, well, we, we certainly we have at least, like, the, the oil cloth that all the stuff was wrapped in. Can we use that? If it doesn't catch on fire while this thing is burning. Um, um, can I... What would that be? Another repair, or...? It would be a luck roll to see if it doesn't catch on fire. Because okay. it's an oil cloth. You just declared it. I didn't it always, actually it already, declare it. I'm saying it's something was established it, already exists. Actually, I already told you last time that it was an oil cloth. Right. Right. Anyways, so uh, you can put it over the end of it, which would, because of the oil and such, would keep the smoke from going down the tunnel. As long the as, tube, as long as it doesn't catch on fire itself. Yeah. Unfortunately, you don't have a whole lot of water with you. Yes, we do, because we found a lot of water in the supplies. Did you? Yes. Yeah. The supplies included food and water. Yes, yeah, but... Actually, you said that the water wasn't a problem because everything's just... It rains regularly yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. But the supplies... But I'm saying there's also not a big big, a, a big tank of water to wet down the oil cloth, you know, while it mm-hmm. could be on fire. We probably still got a bunch of bottles, though. We were carrying bottled water? The supply, sure, it would be in the supplies. I'm sure you had supplies can- contain food and I'm water. I'm sure you had cans. There are water. There is water in the supplies. Okay, so uh, all right, go ahead and make a. Uh, first of all, uh, you need to make a spirit check because you need to uh, unshake. Okay. Uh, three. Okay. Which fails, I guess. That's, yeah, that's not going to work. All right, uh, so it's going to take you a while to unshake. So you're not going to be able to do anything for a while. While this is burning, um, Zach, are you planning on doing anything while this is going somebody, on? Somebody, somebody, help me! I'm still, I'm still uh, bleeding. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Um, ben has ma- has has found some some uh, gas mask to put on to ca- help keep you from uh, falling unconscious from the smoke you're all breathing. How many were in the crate? Enough for everyone. Not everyone outside, but everyone immediate. Well, okay. I'm still bleeding. That would be six. I'm, I'm getting a gas mask. I can't do take that to Ben and to Officer Dan and uh, uh, and Cyrus, and then whoever what we have left, any any survivors, they'll definitely need to have some type of gas mask uh, applied to them. Uh, do do you know how many? Do we know how many that we have in stock? Six. Okay. That's that's not enough. Not, not, not near enough. He doesn't need one because he had his bandana, which he got. A bandana is just sort of a deterrent. It's sort of like, Those do not, I'm really cool when we wrap up in a sheet. I try to, if, if I can, pull them away from the smoke without doing further damage to the, if they have severe wounds. But I try to uh, first get the gas mask to us first, that anyone that doesn't have it, I, I, I try to uh, administer first aid, and will at least try to uh, 
is there an area where I could try to take the survivors away from the from the from the smoke? Okay. So I don't think you were paying attention. So um, we're in a six-second round. Ken, Ken is, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ben Ryer is trying to unshake so that he can uh, can go and put an oil cloth over the end of the tunnel right. so to block the smoke from going down the tunnel so everybody in the tunnel can retreat back into the tunnel again. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it, if, as long as the smoke doesn't get in there, that actually is a pretty good place to be. Okay. Uh, the problem is up where you're at is filled with smoke, and that's where you need the gas masks. There's enough gas masks up here for everybody who's up here. The, the, the biggest problem we have right now is the is that uh, Ben is injured. Okay. Okay. Uh, now you, so since you're asking the question. Make a uh, a healing check. A four. A four. Okay. Are you trying to heal? No. Hmm. Um, okay. You notice that the smoke seems to be not you know uh, not as thick up on top of the PowerPoint, as if elevation helps get you above the thick, heavy smoke. It's also just going to breathe in the helium. You can do that, too. But I'm saying is that it looks like the uh, the, high, the higher you are in this area, the less the smoke's going to affect uh, you. Another question. Is the helium coming out of, like, a pipe or something? It's coming out of a big... Um, um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a big, it's a big pipe. Yeah, it's not. There isn't like a hose or anything. Is no, it? it's a metal pipe. It's coming okay. out of the center of it, and it's just going up into the sky on a constant basis. Every environ has one. Have they ever tried going in the pipe? They're not that big. They're they're, they're like the width of your arm. Ah. But I mean, has anybody tried like dropping something down? Yeah. Um, how much force is coming out? How, how it's, it's coming out pretty strong. It's coming out, you know. So if I were to drop like a quarter or a rock in there, you might be able to drop. You might be able to drop a quarter of a rock in there. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I can start with him and make sure he gets up to the elevation, and then apply and take the gas mask to those that there that I can try to determine that are in most need of the gas mask. But I think that's going to take. Would that not take a full? Zach, everybody in everybody who's currently in the compound, okay, can have a mask. There's only six of you. Everybody else is out in the tube, and they had to run out the other end because of the smoke. So the most important thing to do is to get this oil cloth over the end. As a matter of fact, you can just tell somebody to do it. Uh, you know, over the end of the of the tunnel, the pipe, so that. The smoke stops going down the pipe and and, and uh, making it unbreathable in there. Yeah, and anything would really do, like if there's a rug or something like that you have in your backpack, a bedroll, you could just as easily jam that over the opening. Well, I, I, we I just need that. something to block the tube. I have the bedrolls. I'll apply that to. I'll apply that to the bedroll. Okay. If we have any water source, maybe I can I can try to. Uh, yeah, well, that was what Ben said. Ben says that there's water in the food supplies that you guys found. 
Yeah, we, when you, when, well, I got played the card that said there's food and water. It doesn't, right. Not there's just food. Right. Okay. So, um, so you go and take your bedroll and you open it up and you go over and you start lashing it around the edges of the pipe. Okay. And then you go over and you feel the heat, the tremendous heat that's still coming off that fence. And you go over to get the water and come back. Okay. I need you to make a vigor check. And you exclaim to yourself, Benjamin, why would you do this to us? At, at, this, at this point, <laughs> uh, do I get a chance to make another um, unshake roll? After he finishes. But you have a mask on now. You've been yeah, okay. Zach, did you make a bigger check? I rolled a four. Yes, oh, a four. Okay. So you're not, you, you didn't take any damage from the heat so far. Okay, though it's really, really hot over here, and you're you're kind of you know questioning how good you know how good this is going to go. So you're now pouring water over the bedroll and over the lines that are holding it on the edge of the um, of the opening to the to the the pipe. And remember, this thing is only this thing is only about uh, three feet wide. It's round, three feet wide, so you can go through on a hunched over thing. It's not like a big gigantic, you know, culvert. Uh, okay, so go ahead and make another uh, spirit check to come out of your shaking condition. Um, five minus okay. one is four, so I think I made it. So you succeed. You can't do anything this round, but you'll be able to act normally after this. So you, you're you're able to shake off the effects of the smoke. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to listen in for dinosaurs. Okay. See if I hear any roars. It's gonna be a five. All right. And once I do this, I pass out the masks. No, he's already done that. Okay. Okay. Um, and I all say, right. Somebody help me. I'm bleeding. All right. Um, so no one apparently is responding. Uh, you're, no, I'm, you're, I'm you're guarding us. Your girlfriend will, will help. Does she have healing? No, but she'll okay. make the roll. That's a one, so no, she doesn't help. But uh, uh, well, was I, I did the actual die roll was a one. Yeah, it was a one out of a D four. Actually, yeah, she she's not trained any other wound. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. So Fedor comes over and he says, "says Ah, it's nothing. It's just a scrape. And it hurts. I, I I think I got a piece of something in the wound." A scale or something. Can you get it out? I'll actually see All right. what that is. He, uh, he goes and rolls, and he gets a six, which is um, a, uh, which is a success. Okay. So he will heal one of your wounds. Okay. And of course, that's all you have is one. Right. So he basically straps you up, and he pulls out, and he says, and, and, and he pulls out the end of, uh, end of the tooth. He says, look, it was caught between your ribs. Oh. Says you got a piece of dinosaur tooth here. He says, you know, oh, 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 over in uh, some environs, they consider uh, the, that a good luck charm. It, it means you're lucky that you didn't get killed. By that's it. right. That's right. I'll, so I'll pocket the tooth then. Okay, and I'm going to give you all a Benny for advancing the Actually, plot. I don't think this one's mine unless you just put it here. No, I tossed one out for spending oh, earlier. Okay. okay. Uh, and uh, 
and you hear in the distance, in the far distance. Behind us, oh, through the pipe or forward? Um, it's actually from the pipe, it's actually to the forward right, and you hear this, and it's, it's, it's taken up like a chorus. This is multiple voices. I take aim. It's very far, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not necessarily aiming at this one. Okay, so this seemed very far away. The fact that the only reason you heard it was because of the great volume and possibly all the different voices that were involved. Are you still there? Nope. Okay. So, uh, so yes, Dan, you are aiming the uh, uh, the Browning in that general direction, and but you, you're pretty sure that what you heard was a long way away. Absolutely. But that, but that doesn't mean that. You know, it, it's sort of a, is a kind of a warning, like a, a, a declaration of war. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so where, so wherever it came from, it's probably going to be moving towards you guys. So you guys have to decide you wanna what you want to do. Away from it, seeing as this place is not as defensible now, the electricity isn't working anymore. So I'm going to give you this card. Okay. Just because it sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, I remember playing it. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, um, sure. Okay, uh, so, anyways. So you guys have to decide whether you want to try to shore up the defenses in this place, uh, okay. or whether you want to abandon it and perhaps strike off back toward the uh, compound of the... Uh, the three-day march. Uh, the, the, yes, the three-day march, the new Windsor compound. The que- even know. back, the three-day march back to the first compound. It's equal distance at this point. Yeah. You know, one of them is definitely fortified and staffed. One of them possibly a death trap. Maybe um, the other one may just be occupied by dinosaurs right now. The walls may be crushed in and unmanable, per se, you know? You can't... He, he said the guy, the head of the research uh, uh, location said that the other place has definitely been breached. So lot... We don't want to lead the dinosaurs back to the, to the first station. And... They know where it is. So, I'm going to say, hey, Zach, you got any more of those flares? Maybe we should light one at the top of this tube and then book it the opposite direction. Maybe they'll spend some time trying to get into this tube thinking there's some activity in it. No, we can do that. Some meat hold up in there. We'll set some more up. Maybe we should run over and, uh... Did any of the extras die? No. Huh. Did they have any people that they brought here as survivors that maybe died? No. 
They're, they're all survived this encounter. No, no, I mean the people that rushed over from other base. Say there were 12 of them, maybe only 6 of them lived, 6 of them died of wounds over here. Are there corpses? Human corpses? Oh, that's the question. I'd like to maybe take some of the human corpses and make a nice little uh, meat pile for the dinosaurs. Why wouldn't you like okay. the Stegosaurus service? Because they know the smell of dinosaur meat. And they know the smell of man meat. So if we can make something that's really stinky, you know, like take the bodies and put them all in the pipe and then put a flare in there with them and, you know, make like a human kebab. Well, that's, uh, okay. Um, uh, I mean, they're not alive. I'm not talking about killing humans. I'm just thinking maybe we can use their death to our benefit. And, you know, they're already gone, and they would want us to live. How long does it look like it would take for me to try to rig up a balloon using the helium and the oil cloth and such? And the oil cloth is definitely too way too heavy to be used as a balloon. Also, Leonardo da Vinci, really brilliant guy, couldn't get flight done in his entire life, not under dress. You're probably not going to rig up an oil balloon. Okay. Um, we got helium here. Yeah, most oh. yeah, most um, materials have fallen back into the canvas and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the the oil is is rare enough in the hinterland that it isn't that it, I won't say it's not wasted on plastics. It isn't wasted on plastics, but it's not wasted on consumer plastics like we could make this out of canvas, but instead we're going to make it out of really expensive plastic. So that just doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. Now, a parachute, on the other hand, would be made out of something like silk or whatever. So. You should convert the entire Stegosaurus, or not Stegosaurus, Triceratops, into Twinkie rope. Um. And then cut it in the lengths of Twinkie. It's true. You have an unlimited supply of food, considering you've got five enormous... So it's a gigantic, you know, gigantic um, animals as as a food supply. I think the trick is really having the time and tools to hack it up properly yeah. in small enough units to feed it through. Right. Because it's not that big. The, the template's not that yeah, big. Yeah, I picture it like an iPad or maybe a little bigger, like a not air, an big. air filter. It's more like it's more like the size of a nook. That's why throwing plants through was a lot easier. I thought it required protein, is what we discovered. Yes, but I'm just saying that you know, uh, that's why plants went through so easily because of their shape. Yeah. So yes, you have to you have to chop stuff up and protein and put it through to turn it into this stuff. Anyway, so, yeah, I suggest I say, hey guys, yeah. you know, uh, don't I don't, don't want to uh, don't want it to come to this, but you know those survivors that didn't live. The, the ones who made it back with you from the base camp. Yeah. I'm going to suggest we bring their bodies here into this tube, almost like a giant and, and distraction you, toy for dogs. And use them as bait okay. for dinosaurs well, to go a different place than us? One guy, you know, uh, pushes out of, of the tube and stands up and he says, well, I didn't get a chance to... <laughs> I did not get a chance to introduce myself before because I was busy look, taking care of my people. But I am essentially in charge. And my name is Peter Oral. I, I look at him and I say, 
Sir, I can respect that, but not quite sure what you're in charge of right now. Well, I'm in charge of these people, and these people need to be kept safe, and the only safe place is this... No, no, no. The deceased. The ones who died after they made it here. But, you know, so, that pile of... Yeah, well, we're not going to put them in the tube, uh, in, in, in the tunnel. That's where our people are. It's the I'm only safe place. I'm suggesting we leave the tunnel, head back to the Carnegie Mellon Research Station, and With, the bodies... No, no, New Windsor is one that was breached. No. I understand you guys are from New Windsor. New Windsor has been breached. I'm suggesting we take you back to the Carnegie Mellon Research Station. You will need many more people than just us to take back your station. To rebuild it, you'll need supplies. You'll need a lot of things. I'm suggesting you come back to Carnegie Mellon with us, and we'll take those of you who didn't make it, those of you who died, again, referencing body count over there, We'll take them and we'll put them here in this tunnel so that the dinosaurs will be lured to the tunnel based on the smell of foreign meats. And they will essentially, like a giant uh, distraction toy for, for animals, for like dogs. All right. Well, if we're going to do this, we better get moving because it's all, we only got another couple hours of daylight. Yeah. All right. So, so at, help, at, which help point, me, at which help point, point the at which point he's coughing... And wheezing. I take off my mask and give it to him. Okay. He puts it on. He says, he says let's let's grab anything we can find that'll be useful. The bodies. Let's get the bodies the food. The food from the supplies, can, that is. Yeah. We can forage. There's other dinosaurs coming. We don't have a lot of time. That's what I just said. We can forage for food in the jungle. We have enough to last us at least a night if we ration ourselves right. Let's get the bodies, get them in here, and get as far away from here before that stuff gets here. We have enough food, period. I found that cash, remember? Well, we don't have an unlimited supply of arms. No, we don't, but... Yeah, it's now, that food supply is being spread amongst 12 people now. Yeah. Or so. And that's probably still enough for everyone to have a meal or two. Yeah. But, you know, and you then, can go three days without... And then they can eat twice. Three weeks without food, right? Uh, yes, three weeks with food, three three days with water. Well, it just depends. It really depends on you know how much exertion you're engaging in. So you know, mm-hmm. with what you know, with what you're talking about, these people need to eat at like least one, at least once a day. Otherwise, they're going to get weak. Mm-hmm. And you're well, pro- saying we'll find food in the jungle. Okay. All right. But I'm suggesting we take this reprieve we have right now for a couple minutes. I hear other stuff coming. You heard it too. Right? Right. So let's get our stuff and get out of here. I, I really thought, yeah, we were, we're running out of time, so we have whatever we're going to do, we need to start doing that now. All right. So um, so I say get get the wounded, get the people that are good, get them to the bottom of the tunnel. The rest of, the rest of everyone will uh, go down there and, and help out as well. You and me, since you're in charge of these people, let's grab these bodies. We'll get two or three of them over here. We'll, we'll put them, you know, a ways into the tunnel, maybe a third of the way in. Well, we should pull them in far enough so that they don't, they won't get eaten by these large predators. At, at, at worst, they'll get 
preyed upon by small ones. Absolutely. I'm with you. Okay, so, uh, all right, so he goes over and he starts, you know, dragging bodies over near the entrance, you know, shying away from the heat again, mm-hmm. his coat smoking, you know, as, as, as he gets too close, and, uh, and, go, and, and then goes over and starts grabbing gear, you know, um, there's some, there's a, a few backpacks, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a satchel, um, there's... I'm assuming these things just get tossed down the tunnel, sort of, since he's at a slightly angle. Well, he's basically just pulling it together right now into a pile. Yeah, maybe like book bags. But yeah, but that's, that's the idea, is that we're going to, it's just going to go over there and, and, and yeah, toss it Hoist there it and down. close it down and let people carry it down to the other end. Yeah. Okay, so you do this, um, and you find yourself, uh, the, the smoke beginning to, uh, to die down. From the uh, uh, the fence, uh, as as, the, as as I said, it was going to run about 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So in the time that you're doing all this, the smoke does uh, the, the fire does start dying down. Uh, mm-hmm. You look at the fence, and the fence, even though it's burned, it looks like it's still fairly serviceable. You just you, you just re- uh, but you're not ensure. I mean, you already seen how the Stegosaurus just knocked down yeah. the fence. So it's. I say one in there getting it. Yeah, it, it looks like anything that this that's this big. If there's more of them this big, that this fence is going to stop a concerted mm-hmm. attack. It was designed more to keep the the small fry and the and the the non well dinosaurs in a non aggressive state from getting inside. Mm-hmm. So um, the uh, and of course there was no protection at all against uh, 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 pterodons. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than just going under a tarp or something. All right, so uh, you are uh, you you managed to get together as much stuff as you can, yeah. throwing it down the tube. Got to the other end. People are uh, tying bundles together and uh, hanging them like slings around their sides, you know, because they know most people don't have backpacks or anything. One. Uh, uh, one guy retrieves his briefcase, that satchel I was telling you about. I still um, want to do while they're doing this as well, but I'll let you finish your part. Right, and uh, and the uh, and the one woman, of course, who's who's missing her legs. Uh, the the person you came here to rescue, uh, Sarah Miles. She's just kind of sitting, stunned, laying up against a tree, uh, a, 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 the bole of the tree. A, 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 I'm sorry, a Tree root, okay, and um, one of the other uh, uh, people seems to be fairly solicitous of her. Didn't we like make like something to carry her in already? Uh, she was uh, 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 she was holding on to that guy's neck, and he had a a, a a loop of rope that was going under her butt and then over around his shoulders. So she was kind of sitting in a in a rope sling. Uh, so, but the 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 problem with it is is that it's she has to be, uh, well you know she it, is that every you know every once in a while she bumps you know I mean she you're, she's better she's better uh, set up as far as the uh, uh, her her wounds so. Uh, probably the best thing to do would be to would, would be to give her lots of painkillers, <laughs> so when she bumps against things, she's not going to be shrieking in pain. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
So I'm, while they're gathering everything and he's grabbing the supplies, I'm going to take this um, machine gun and tripod, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that based on my knowledge of firearms, since I use them quite regularly, uh, I shouldn't have too big of a difficulty breaking this thing down. Do you want to break it all the way down? I want to break it down enough to where I can basically remove some of the things I have in my backpack and, you know, put the barrel in there, put the stock in there, so you collapse want to the tripod. Yeah. I want to basically collapse it as much as I can to make it manageable to move around because I do have my AR-15 outside of that. It's yeah. on a sling. Okay. Um, I know it's quite a bit of weight, but I'm looking to, um, you know... Okay. Try- you know, carry, carry it back as best I can. Okay, you're down to 114 rounds for that, by the way. Okay. Because you fired it four rounds. Okay. So, anyways, um, so that's... Um... All right, so you guys start heading off in the direction of the... Uh, 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 of the... Uh, I'm sorry, the Carnegie Mellon... Um, uh, outpost. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, it's really a ragtag team. Um, there's uh, uh, and they're they're trying to move as quickly as they can because you know they're they're afraid of those uh, other predators. <coughs> oh, as, as we jam the bodies into the tube, uh, I I do take one of our flares, which we apparently had some flares, and, and I. Stuff it with the bodies, so the bodies are roasting and giving off a uh, an unctuous, humany sort of roast man flesh. Right, meets back on the menu, boys. Okay, so you guys you do that, and you guys head off. Okay, so um, you guys are probably about a mile out when you hear the sound of roaring behind you. Um, how far behind me would I guesstimate? About as far as it was 15 minutes ago, that loud roar I heard, or roaring behind me like a car is about to hit me? No, the roaring is as if, it, it, you, you're, you're interpreting it as if they, something has come back to the PowerPoint and is displeased. Okay. Um, and, but you are at least, you're like a mile away, so you can barely hear this over, okay. but, but you definitely hear it. So it's uh, it does give you some concern about. Uh, I, I actually ask, um, what's his face, the guy leading our group? Yeah, uh, you're uh, talking about uh, Fedor. Yep, I say to uh, Fedor, uh, I say so. I know there were a couple spots that were kind of choice for for taking, um, you know, for sleeping for the night. Yeah, uh, that we stopped at on the way here. You know, are there any nearby? I don't know if you have any. Extra spots, but I'm not suggesting we stop by any means, but it's going to be dark in the next hour or two. Mm-hmm. You know, we can maybe get another five, eight miles, you know, with the crew we have. Well, uh, he says that the one thing about the uh, the hinterland is that when it gets dark, it gets dark, especially here. Oh, I know. I've been here for a while, but I'm just saying, you know, do you know any spots? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really familiar all the way out here with spots, and I would recommend that we not stop. I would recommend that we push forward even though it's dark. Because whatever, because if, if, if we are being stalked by animals, whether it's a small A or a large A, 
uh, they're still probably not be they, you know they're still not going to be able to operate in complete darkness, and that's what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. As, as you and you remember how dark it was, you know, in the nice you stayed. We literally, you know, when they when the uh, when the sun went out, when the sky went out, mm-hmm. and you sat there, it literally you couldn't put a put a hand in front of your face. You couldn't see anything. You know, you know the dial on your your uh, watch, you know, it w- was working and. Um, but I'm just saying that literally you couldn't see anything. And well, I mean, um, if you remember the the last time, I think we found maybe some, you know, a cave one night, and another night we were up in the trees. I think. Yeah, but um, that was closer to the other place. Well, I mean, you know, we've been out here for three days marching. You know, straight yeah, straight third, line. Yeah, the th- you know, yesterday, you know, we were only twenty miles from here. Yeah, so. which says if you want to get back to one of those good places, we're going to have to push on. You know, we can't just stop now when, when the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to keep pushing on until we get to one of those places. That's one reason I'm saying that. It also is the advantage that whatever is, if, if we're being tracked by those animals, they're probably not going to travel it in the dark. Okay. Okay. Would I be able to use this to find a place to stay? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so your Marriott Rewards card? Yes. I wouldn't use it like you know immediately here because we want to go farther first. Yeah, but I'll use it after we get farther. Okay. All right. Staggering forward. With mask or stint, or try to maybe I don't know if you have any equipment or items that would mask our scent and try to misdirect the 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 stalker. You do have such stuff. The guides have it, um, and they spray themselves down fairly regularly with this stuff. Unfortunately, there's not enough for 12 people. Okay. <laughs> well, we did buy ourselves some time by, you know, sort of one of those things that's really hard to detect where the steak is when you're in a, a meat factory, you know. Right. Right. So. So the, uh, but you guys are pressing forward through the darkness uh, I don't know what you guys are using for light. Uh, uh, I mean, there. I mean, maybe one or uh, or the other. One or two people might have a a, a pocket flashlight. Uh, yeah, I got a flashlight. Or could rig up a torch somehow out of well brush and the uh, the. If you try to do that, the guides will say <coughs> we don't want to attract any more attention than we have to. There are creatures that we may be walking past their lairs, and you know if they if they can see us clearly, they'll attack us. So a torch is too much light. We have to, you know. So what they're suggesting that they do is you literally do the the blind, put your hand on the shoulder of the person in front of you, and you know. So if you trip, you can lean on them and hopefully not fall down and hurt yourself. Actually, uh, what I do is I I pull out some of that Twinkie rope from my backpack. Uh huh. I'd imagine I would have some since everybody okay. has some. Sure. Um, so what I do is I, I kind of say, you know, back back when I was a kid, we used to do this in uh, kindergarten where we would have a rope and everyone would just put their hand on it, and then we would be able to, you know, stay in a line. So I'm going to suggest, you know, we do this. You know, we'll, we'll have this rope, and you know, everyone will be close to each other, and you know, we'll, we'll all just, you know, one hand on the rope. All right. That way we all lose each other and we stay in a nice line. Right, and uh, and 
uh, uh, Fedor says it's that's a good idea, but it doesn't help anybody who trips. So let's use your idea with the rope. Space okay, but well, I really think we should stay together as close as possible. Yeah, but if one person trips, they're going to bring other people down. Then no, they'll they'll pro- pro- only really the person in front of them, and more likely the person in front of them <coughs> will support them. Anyways, okay. uh, I, I'm, so uh, I'm, I, but I I do like your idea because that way, if somebody has to move away, for example, if someone wants to go off and uh, answer a call of nature, then I th- I think we should take this lion and play it out with them. So if they get in any trouble, we can yank them back or at least find out where they are. Good call. Because, you know, you look, because he says, I'm sure some of these... I mean, there's really enough of this rope, I think, to where, you know, for at least a couple of us, you know, maybe every third or fourth person, you know, do a round around the waist in addition to... You know, okay, that's just fine. Just holding the line. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys continue forward. Uh, and uh, you're... As I say, it's dark. It's kind of hard to follow, you know, uh, uh, follow normal kinds of things. Uh, I mean, the, the whatever trail you might have been trying to follow before, and you continue forward. And then one of the person, the guy up front, Fedor says, "Well, he says I'll I'll be damned." I say what? And then I look and see what he's looking at. Um, and you look and you see. Um, an old 14th century flying buttress um, uh, church, like in, from the middle of England, just sitting there in the middle of the jungle. Great. Chemical plants and how churches. Um, and he goes over and he grabs the, 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 the big, yeah, the big have ca- cast iron knocker on the door and he, uh, and he bangs on it. Being, not, but not too loud. Boom, boom, boom. But there's no answer. He grabs the thing, yanks it out, and he, uh, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, he, he yanks it out and he finds, uh, and it, it pulls open easily. Mm-hmm. As, if, uh, as if the hinges are, are recently, uh, uh, lubed. Yeah. And you look inside, and you see this uh, this this church, okay, with stained glass windows high on the so- uh, on, on on one end of it, stained glass window. Has uh, the, have the lights gone out yet? Or oh yeah, this this is you guys have been dr- walking in the darkness for quite some time. Now. Is there any illumination inside of here then? None, none. Uh, the uh, however, you do see that there are plenty of uh, lanterns on ropes. Um, and there's a lot of pews, uh, and the floor appears to be made out of some kind of a marble brocade. Uh, and, uh, there, and on one side there is a, uh, uh, a small, uh, <clears throat> well, it's not small, it's a large, uh, rack. And on top of it, you see there are numbers, you know, 1, 4, 5, 27, 0, 0, oh, not 0, 0, uh, 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 6, 0, 5, sitting over on the side. And in the front, you see an altar with 
you know, it's a bingo somebody, game. Somebody praying, you know, on, on the front of the altar in these huge. It's a uh, bingo game. Uh, looks like gold candlesticks uh, and a, a couple of ch- chairs made out of some wood. Uh, and the and the air in here is, is is very. You can smell the the wood is is fresh. You can smell the sap from the wood. Uh, it has a very uh, it's a very clean yet pungent odor from this place. Uh, and you just everyone's just coming in and looking around and and uh, and Sarah says, "Isn't there anybody here?" And nothing but silence comes back. Or does it like any wine or communion wafers? Well, that might be in another part. Mm-hmm. I say, guys, I'm going to suggest that we maybe try and get some, you know, higher ground here. Knowing what I know about churches, which isn't much, but you know, I, I did go to a couple of these, you know, back in the day. Uh, you know, usually there's a, a higher section for the the organist or the choir. Um, you know, a little, little bit of an elevated area to, to, you know, maybe we can camp out up there, you know, get a little bit of high ground in case something's following us, you know, see it coming before it sees us. You do notice that there is a big oak plank uh, that looks like it goes and is used to bar the door. It's well shellac with big brass handles on it. So it can basically bar the door. Picked up takes takes two people to do it. They pick it up and they just slide it down, blocking the doorway. Well, let's see if it takes two people. All right. Fedor will help you with a four. I rolled five. Strength. So I grab an end of it. All right. So it's uh it's actually quite a struggle for the two of you to do it. Because you rolled a five, you rolled a four. That's a success, but just barely. Mm-hmm. So the two of you managed to push it in position, it slides down. These doors open inwards or inwards. outwards? Inwards. Okay. Looks like this is designed to fit against it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so look at that, and I still suggest, I say, you know, even with this in place, guys, you know, I'm going to suggest we... We make for higher ground in here. You know, we camp out for the night. Um, and, you know, come come early morning, we can look at our supplies and maybe, yes, forage in here, see if there's any, any supplies okay. left over. Okay, so you guys start foraging. So go ahead and... No, uh, no, the next morning I suggest we forage. Well, they, they, they think it's a good idea to forage now. Well, there's 12 of us. Right. And we have enough food to where I think... Or good for an evening. They were eating okay there. But yeah. if we have to leave this place in a hurry, we may want to already have the stuff that we found. Or, given that it's pitch black, we wind up foraging and we stumble upon a snake's nest. You know, I, I think being a little more cautious in this, we know we have enough supplies for the night. I'm going to suggest we hole up for our safety. Okay. Okay. And then we forage in the morning when there's lights. Make a make a persuade check. Eighteen. They're feeling very tired. 
and and not very happy. And, and I also have a little bit of that jerky left over. Right. I give some of them, you know, that were complaining. I say, you know, here, here just have a little bit of this jerky. You know, it's good, good meat, protein. You know, it'll keep you uh, keep you till the morning. Yep. Yeah. There is a loft. It is. It's an organ loft. It's not a choir loft. The choir. The choir looks like they actually sit on either side of the altar area. Okay. Uh, but there is an organ loft. Well, I suggest we camp out up in the organ loft. Well, you all can't camp out up there. So only a few you can. In the stairwell, then. Okay. I mean, somewhere where there's, you know, limited access. Sure, sure. I mean, basically the whole front of the church is is it's got this, you know, organ loft on either side, you know, and there's a place where the organist would sit up there and play. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And the... I mean, usually they're pretty narrow, like... About as wide as this table, yeah, or as oh, deep as it. Well, as far as going up the stairs, they're very near. They're, they're literally, you know, it's like a spiral staircase, but but enclosed. So, uh, a little trouble in in, in, in Toy Town there, uh, Dave? Uh, all right, so you... Uh, My rousing speech your, your rousing self-preservation. Your rousing speech basically took all the... All the uh, uh, initiative out of them, and they just basically just go up there to the front. Some of them come up, and they they, they one of them grabs the cross, and and and, and pulls it off the uh, the altar, and just lays down on the on the the ground, the the uh, and, and just holds it in in his arms. You know, okay. ho- hoping that 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 and starts mumbling a prayer in Catholicism. You know, starts doing his uh, our fathers and mm-hmm. and, and things. Um, most of the other people are just, you know, they they, they, they look around and, and uh, the one thing that you talk about getting high, um, you see that there are a number of large uh, hangings as far as like like symbols of the church, okay, on a big, uh, almost like a tapestry, and those are hanging from various locations up on the walls. Okay, so. It, it would be possible for you to take some of those down and turn them into hammocks if you wanted to. But that would be a lot. That would be more effort than just laying down and going to sleep. And you know what? If uh, Officer Dan is anything, he is not effort. Well, the woman with her legs bitten off might be able to use a hammock. Well, she might also just be able to lay on the ground like everyone else. Yeah, or she could... That's true. Yeah. I mean, at least she doesn't have to worry about restless leg syndrome, right? Uh, that's <laughs> bad. All right, so you guys crash, literally crash, uh, shut off the lights, it's pitch black. Uh, the building itself seems to sigh a little bit. Have I heard any dinosaur, um, you know, shrieks or cries in the jungle or anything recently? You have heard lots of them, but not to that large, almost... Uh, not cor- since that, not that chorus. Yeah, in, in the, yeah. Since you since you left the vicinity of the PowerPoint. Uh, remember, Fedor's whole idea was that when it, when the, the when darkness dropped, you guys would press forward, and then you know unless they could somehow see in pitch blackness, uh, they wouldn't be able to uh, follow you. At least not until daybreak. Now, if they have any ability to track. Then they would be hot on your tail then, or unless they're intelligent and they figure we're making our way to the to the uh, base on the other side, That's or maybe they're just really devout and they know about this church. Hard to say. 
You, looking around the church, the construction, why don't you make a, a repair roll? That, since this is really your bailiwick, and I'll even give you a plus two, since this really is what you, you you're, you're a civil engineer. Okay, 11. Okay. You're looking around here, and you see this is a really, really stoutly built church. I mean, the stonework, the huge beams that are part of the uh, the walls. Hey, this may be relatively safe, although you never know in talking about dinosaurs. Right. Well, I mean, if you had to make a stand, this was this is certainly mu- a much better place than if you had tried to uh, camp out in the open. Or the open or the other place, you know, at the, the PowerPoint. And even if we made it to a cave or something, right. this is probably better than the cave. Right, right. Well, because it, because it's, it's completely closed, right. So the real question here comes down to is that if, if dinosaurs were, were really trying to get in here, how much, how much success would, could they have? If they just keep trying and trying and trying, well, they're, they're going to get in eventually. There are windows, you know, giant stained glass windows, you're saying probably the well, saints or something? They're not Those, giant. There's actually one stained glass window and one at the back of it. Oh, so they're like elevated And it's windows. up high, right. I know Catholic churches have those giant, like, right. almost as many, as much window as there is wall. Right, but this is more <laughs> along the lines of like a 14th century church, so it's really... It's it's uh it, it's not it, it's a it's a church. It's got a it's built really really strongly. It's literally like a fortress. But it's got that. bingo numbers, so it's probably been used after the 14th century, or this model maybe has been used after the 14th century. You're assuming those are bingo numbers. It was just a a, a, a place where they had four different number, uh, three uh, different numbers. Oh, uh, just three different numbers. Yeah. I thought there was like a whole bunch of them. Right. Okay. Uh, and at the base of that, uh, since you have had some time, you see there's a big pile of books. Hmm. They look like they're about this thick. They look to be uniform in size and in color. So they're probably Bibles then. Um, they could be. Look or at hymnals. Them. Look okay. at them. So you're going to go over and look at them? Yeah. You're okay. going to climb down from the uh, area and not sleep? And no, I'll, I'll do it in the morning when okay. we're looking for stuff. All right. Because you probably can't actually see the pile of books because you said we extinguished our light. Right. The, uh, okay, so suddenly, well, so, uh, you hear the sound of people jerking fearfully to, in, into, into consciousness. People like... <gasps> You know, and 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 cursing and, and saying, you know, you know what, <sighs> you know, and Can you real and you realize that there's light, you know, the, the, and it's dim where you're at because you're inside the the, uh, as you said, the loft or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving over to the edge of the loft, you can see that there's this brilliant beam of light that's come through. Um, this this stained glass window of this of this dove uh, over top of uh, an onk like symbol. It's not the onk. It's the it's the shepherd's crook. You know, with this, I don't understand what Man, they all are. Luck luck check for a miracle. Did the lady without legs grow her legs back overnight? They have. She has not grown her legs back wow. overnight. Why why is her lord forsaken her? I don't think it well, has. This, is, this <laughs> church was here. What? You know, it's like, it, it's, it's I'm like, just saying this church was It's like I say over the atheist versus theist group. It says, you know, how much does God have to do? This is what it is to wipe your nose. Well, it's, 
It's probably, God probably doesn't think it's a real church because it was built by Restorkies, and Restorkies are not religious believers. How do you I'm know? saying maybe she is. No, maybe they never she talked is, to anybody. So maybe she is the only theist out here. Yeah. Anyway, so they, but the sun, of course, once the sun came on, is this brilliant beam come down illuminating the entire front of the church, and then diffuse, then uh, bouncing off the, uh, the, the beautiful stonework. And okay. diffusing into the rest of the church. I look at there it. are oil lanterns in here that you guys never turned on. Okay, um, so I go to where the books are. Is are they hymnals or Bibles? They or? are in fact hymnals. Okay. And there appears to they have and it appears that they have about six hundred uh seven hundred pages in them. Okay, I'll take one. Eight hundred altogether. Um, well actually no, I'm sorry, they don't have that many pages. They have that many hymns in them. Mm-hmm. And then there's some additional stuff. It's all written in uh, German, uh, in German, Germanic Latin, sort of a combination of both. Uh, so I'm looking through the skills list, and as I wake up, I notice this awesome organ behind me. Mm-hmm. I start uh, trying to play "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" uh, on it. Uh, I don't know what skill that would be, as there is no perform skill. In there the skill there skill. actually is a perform skill. That we added the fringeworthy, but yeah, I mean, there's there's no skill for for, for perform on right. here, so I don't know if that's just a create is an untrained skill. All right. We'll go with a three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Trying to play... You press on the keys and nothing happens. There's all kinds of things that you can pull out and push in, and there's all kinds of pedals, but when you press on them, nothing happens. I I do a little trial and error while everyone's doing this, pushing stuff in and then pushing the keys, pulling it out and pushing the keys. I I, I say, maybe it's broken. Let me see if I can fix it. I push on these foot things while I'm pushing keys. I I assume, is this actually a repair or that also be just a performance? It would would be a repair. He went down and looked at the books. He didn't spend much time there. He apparently hears the sound of you... You uh, you thumping on the pedal. Oh, you can't read Latin. I thought everybody could understand everything if they just stare at it. I didn't say he couldn't read it. I just said oh, it was, I a, it was, a, can it I was read a combination it? of Latin and German. Can I read it? Sort of, yeah. Okay, okay. Then I'll take one of the you hymnals. You understand the meaning. Forget that. I'll take one of the hymnals. I'll go to the pews and I'll start singing hymns. Okay, make a perform check. We'll see how bad uh, you sing. Is perform intelligence or what? Nope, it's untrained. It's untrained, and it would be. I just it, asked that it would be under spirit. It would be under spirit, so I don't. Okay. <laughs> Two. Two. Well, you sound terrible. Let's see what. Uh... See what Natasha does. Or... Natasha does a three. She's a little bit better than you, but not much. Yeah. All right. So you. you you hear this this uh, this cat wailing coming from down in the pew se- uh, in the pew section. Do I ever get any sound to come out of this organ? Not. At all? You need to make a repair check. I, I say now. No, no, say, no, no you're, okay. you're busy. While I'm up there, I'd make a. He can make a repair check. Make a repair check. You know, I'm I'm pushing stuff. I'm yeah. you know testing it out. Six will explode. It'll be a seven less two because I'm not trained. It'll be a five. Five. Okay. Trying to repair this. You organ. notice that on either side of the organ, 
there are these two really big levers. I pull one of the levers, and then I try pushing some of the buttons and working the pedals, and if yeah. that doesn't do it, I flip the other lever. A okay. sign pops up. Five. Four. <laughs> no, okay. just kidding. You, uh, all right, so you force one of these levers down, and you hear this hissing sound as you do it. You ride the front, and you push the thing, and you hear a or a ping, and it fades. I go and I push the other lever and then try to... Well, it basically goes like this. It's a canny lever thing. So apparently uh-huh. someone in there is a bellow, and there's someone usually on either side, you know, pushing down. Hey, do I notice? Do I notice anything with the, the foot pedals? Uh, it's an 11 on my notice. When I do this, do I notice them toggle? Like, is this something that could be like a sewing machine, sort of, where I could work it with my feet? To no, no. You kind of once I get it flipped, once I can kind of keep no, it going you, a little? No, you need two other people to help you with this. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a big enough organ that you need two people to to, to, to make this work. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. You need, you need two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, Apparently you need some, you need some acolytes, you know, some some choir, some some uh, altar boys to help you with this. Okay. Once I finish singing a couple hymns, I'll look around for useful supplies here, like food right. and such. All right. Well, the other people are getting up and they're also starting to look around. Well, you found a good supply of uh, fuel for fire. Don't want to burn church hymnals. There's, there's, I'm using them. There's a cabinet underneath the actual altar. And inside of it is a large supply of small bottles full of what looks to be a wine, a dark wine. Mm. Uh, there's also um, uh, uh, a couple of bo- uh, a couple of round uh, ceramic containers that are full of very thin, papery-like wafers. Yeah. What proof does alcohol have to be to be flammable? Uh, uh, there's a whole apartment back here. Says, yeah, there were beds back here. What uh, the? <laughs> we were sleeping on a stone, man. Uh, there were beds here. Oh, there were uh, twelve. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, so okay. So, what's in the apartment? I'll go and see what's up there. Okay, there are uh, um, maybe like somebody's diary or. No, books no, it's it, uh, it's a uh, it's empty. Uh, it, there is um, there is a small kitchen with uh, a supply of food. Um, uh, looks like uh, uh, there's just like like there's a, a a good supply of dried uh, fruits and vegetables. Um, there's uh, some bread, um, and uh, there is uh, even. Uh, some a, a supply of eggs in a basket. Is there any water? Uh, there is a large cist, uh, cistern. No, uh, I think a cistern being bigger than barrel. That. No, it's not a barrel of water. It's um, yeah, actually, there is a barrel of water in here mm. with uh, copper copper uh, stay well wooden stays. It looks, it looks like it's been tarred and waxed and copper holding it together. So you take the lid off, and you know inside you see the water rippling inside there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a small apartment. It looks like you know maybe one person would live here. Uh, there's a good supply of candles. As a matter of fact, also underneath there there was a large uh, a large supply of 
long, white, tapery candles, but they were like at least two inches thick, each one of them. So, quite a few candles. Um, so, it's, like I said, it looks like a church. It looks like okay. maybe one person lived here, probably the abbot or priest or whoever, and there might have been some more people who might have lived here. And we have food and we have lanterns. Right. Um, and... Is there yeah. any garbage? Is there is there a garbage can? There's there is um uh there is a garbage can, but there's no garbage in it. It's matter of fact, it's pristine. It looks like it just came from the uh uh the Cooper Smiths. Uh, yeah, it's like from a catalog view. Well, it's it's like someone had just made it. It's never been used. It's, Nothing. When, everything that you look around in this place is clear that it's never been used. Okay. Now, when Restorkies like build package, build stuff, do no. they? Other than what I told you about. Do uh, they, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what era this church is possibly from. 14th century. So. 14th century. Though. Well, I mean, maybe a 14th century church in its architecture. Well, we, that doesn't mean it's not. We, we had a whole series of printed hymnals, so they have printing. Okay, I could go to a modern church right now. Right. It still looks super old. It still has hymnals, but there may be a bag of Doritos in the office. You don't find a bag of Doritos. That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to see, is this modern? It's like it not modern. Taken back in time. It literally looks 14th century. You've got Everything ba- is you have baskets. You have uh, fired clay uh, plates. You have okay. mugs. Uh, so the tapered candles, even, they don't look like they're machined, per se. They look like they're hand. They look like they're dipped. Okay. Yeah. Now, when when you usually find random things out out in the wilderness, are they usually like pristine, or are they like in a condition where somebody may have left one, like so with garbage in a garbage can? They, they usually look like they're pristine, unless the somebody has books? been messing with them. Okay. The handbooks books are handwritten, then all of them. Uh, no, they're actually printed, and but it's, sure but it's a block sure type. Looking through the church, and there's no, and there's. There's no actual. I'm, I'm sorry, I'll be right with you. There's no actual like like music. It's just the words of the okay. hymns in there. Okay, go ahead. Now I, I, I'm trying to find any any of the, the Bibles, anything uh, historical information. Uh, that's what I, I would be looking for at this point. Taking as much uh, looking for any historical uh, documents, manuscripts. Uh, that's, uh, he would, uh, that's what I would be. Yeah, is there like a Bible, like a front plate, which says donated by so-and-so year 2014? Or? There is a Bible. It's on a, uh, it's over on the side on a l- little lectern. Like oh, someone, giant it's, it's pretty big. It's not giant, giant, but it's, it's got to be at least um, six inches thick. Uh, the pages are all vellum. Uh, it's it's illuminated, meaning it's got all kinds of writings and scroll work on the side. It's gorgeous. I mean, it really is beautiful, uh, and it looks like a regular Bible. It's uh, except that it doesn't include the New Testament. It's just the Old Testament. And well, this is yes, okay. Right. It also doesn't include. Are you going to spend some time looking at this Bible? Oh, definitely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It does not include the Song of Solomon in it. <laughs> no, it does. It, it basically has everything up to the end of the Psalms, and that's it. So it's a very Old Testament thing. Nothing with the New Testament. 
But as I said, though, is there like like a plate or something which says this donated by so and so, or even like among the pews, is there like you know somebody put a plaque there saying this pew paid for by you know the front of the Bible? It says given for the glory of God, you know, to uh, His most devout worker. And then there's nothing after that. There's no year. There's the, well, it's it. Uh, it doesn't have a year, and it doesn't have a person's name in it. It just says that. But it looks like there's a place there where it could be written. And this has been written in gold leaf. Hmm. So I'm more interested in rifling through the apartment area. Okay. Um, looking through the drawers of the desk. Uh, looking through like a calendar on a wall or a handwritten calendar on a desk, like I'm, what what sort of things do I do I find? Are they just empty drawers, or are the drawers full of files and stuff? The drawers are mostly empty. Uh, you will find a quill and some ink. You will find some fine vellum writing paper. Uh, and uh, you do find a chalkboard with some chalk. Uh, there is... Uh, Describe the sheets on the bed. The sheets on the bed are... They look like muslin. It's kind of a rough weave of cloth. And the bed appears to be stuffed with straw. Okay. I suggest to the others, I say, Hey, uh, Jody, without the legs... Julie, I don't know. Susie or Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> I knew it had I say, uh, I'm gonna suggest we, you know, kinda take this uh reprieve and maybe take an extra day to, you know, bandage the wounded a little bit. You know, we could spend the day here, there's plenty of food. We could spend the night here again, but you know, I'm gonna suggest that, you know, we, we, we bandage some of you up because, you know, you're banged up pretty bad and you know, it, it does slow down the group just a little bit and you know, could leave us open to some uh some catastrophic stuff. Well, so, you know, maybe we should take these sheets and, you know, yeah. use them to, you know, bind and bandage your wounds. Right. Well, uh, that actually, that sounds, you know, the stuff that's in here would probably be pretty good for, um, uh, uh, that's what wadding used to be made out of, right? Like that they put underneath bandages? That right. Muslim stuff? Muslim, yeah. Uh, there, there is a, a, a small fireplace, mm-hmm. uh, and it has an iron kettle in it. You could take some water, put it in there, and boil, and boil some of this muslin and turn it into bandages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Fedor, he's he's a little concerned. He's saying, you know, if we stay here, I mean, we, we pushed ahead last night because we wanted to put as much distance between us and those and, and, and any dinosaurs that are tracking us. Okay. If we stay here, we're going to lose that, di- that 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 buffer we created. Uh, I, I you know, if we stay here, I think we're going to have to talk about making a stand instead. Yeah. So I think there needs to be some discussion about this. I think maybe we should have a vote. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think we should probably just take what supplies we can carry, like the food that we're going to need on the trip, and make the trip. Well, you say, well, you know, again, Peter says I'm not. You're not agreeing with me. I'm saying that's that that's that we need to do one or the other. You need to choose what you want to do, okay? And and we we'll have a vote. I say, well, understood. Um, 
Here's why I think we should stay here and make a stand. Okay. So uh, you have kind of a. You should call everybody together for this discussion. Mm-hmm. Well, I mentioned it to him. I say now let let's do do have a vote. Uh, you know, we'll we'll go with whatever the group consensus is, and uh, let's get everyone together. We also have limited yeah. ammo to use against All the right. dinosaurs. The other people tell you that they found uh, another. Um, uh, another small chamber, an apartment, not really even an apartment, it's more like a small chamber because the ceiling is only about four foot tall, over on the other side, under the other side of the, or- the organ loft. Mm-hmm. And in there, there's a, there's a bunch of, um, of mattresses uh, in there and some chamber pots, and it, and, uh, it looks like uh, that's where like the acolytes would have lived. But they're, they don't have, it's nowhere near as nice as the one on the other side. You know, there, Is there a back door to this church? There are two small back doors. Like, you could open it and climb and go out and, 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 and get down. But they're obviously not entrances that you normally Is there any in. sort of like a, a, a wooden, um, like, look through sort of a peephole of sorts? Sometimes those old timey doors they would have. In a way where if somebody would knock on it, you could open to see who it was or accept a delivery, yeah. call delivery through it. I would say that there that, that those are on the uh, the back door as well. Uh, the you know the. Um, so I'd like to kind of make sure that it's secure. So there's, there's two little there's two dwarf doors going to those chambers, and there's also two dwarf doors going out. Okay. But the exterior to the exterior, and they do, and they do have like, and they're like in two pieces, so that there's a small one that you can open up and look out. Dutch door, sort of. What? You're saying like a Dutch? They're like dwarf Dutch doors. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you have like a little thing that you can open up to look out, and then and then you open this door that's only about maybe three foot tall. So it's 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 uh, and it also looks like if you leave the 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 top part open, it provides um. Um, ventilation into the into the room. Now, okay. the, the one that has the fireplace has additional ventilation because of the fireplace. The other one doesn't have any fire at all, and it, but it does have um, a couple small lanterns in it. But they look like they're like maybe like handle hold a candle or something. You wouldn't want to have like a full oil fire going in that small area. People would mm-hmm. just die of smoke inhalation. Okay, so there, there's like four, uh, four or five. Let's let's make a number five beds in there. With so with with, with bedding. Are the pews solid wood or are they padded? They're solid wood, no pads. Except at the very front, there is a rail, and it has pads on it. So it looks like people uh, who who come to the front. They, they can kneel down, and um, uh, the rest of them, they have, um, uh, they have a kneeling. It's a, a, wood, it's, a wood, it's a wooden kneeling thing for everybody else. So apparently the, the, the rich people or whatever, they sit in the front row, and they get the little padded kneeling thing. Or the elderly. We and, it's, and, it's a nice, and it's a nice brocade on it. And, mm-hmm. it's, and if you were to take all those kneeling pads... And, uh, and and put them together, you could actually make a, a fairly nice little mattress. But they feel when you when you feel it, it feels like it's filled with uh, straw as well. If we were to leave this place, would it get rebuilt? Like any stuff that we took away from it? Possibly depends on uh, how much you take. 
If you like rip the whole place apart, he got it. Maybe he not. got it. Maybe not. See the the the, maiden, the maintenance will restore any any minor changes. Take one tissue out of the uh, tissue box; it'll come back. <laughs> well, like food. That's why I was telling you about those the people who find the the uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, as long as you take the donuts and you take the coffee. But you don't like take out major appliances or rip up the bar stools and take them out to sell them for, for metal scrap. You'll come back and you'll find all the stuff back. So when everybody's together, I pitch the idea. I say, you know, we've got some wounded amongst us. Most, most of you coming over from New Windsor University. You know, you got some, some cuts and some bags and some bruises. Some of you a little worse. We're doing pretty well. You know, we did set out to look look for you guys. You know, we haven't experienced too much trauma, but uh, you know, I really think we should take this day to recuperate a little bit, to get our strength back up. You know, there's plenty of food. There's wine. There's the ability to create bandages. You know, we can boil water and put the, the muslin in it, and we can make bandages to, you know, bind your wounds so that as we're heading back over the next three or four days, it may even be longer if we're not bandaging. You know, we can keep keep a good pace. Um, any new predators that may be stalking us, we can, you know, hopefully uh, not slow down to the point where they can catch us. And anything that's on our tail right now, we should maybe deal with anyways. It, it may be a good opportunity to hole up and, you know, create a choke point. You know, figure out a, a good way to, you know, uh, get our spirits up, get our health up. You know, all these eggs that we have here, boil some water. We can have hard-boiled eggs. We can take them with us and have extra supplies for the, the road. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys on a vote. Uh, I, I just, I really think that, you know, we're in a nice, secure spot right now. Not as secure as being back at the, the Carnegie Mellon Research Center, but uh, fairly close, in all honesty. You know, we've got solid walls around us, solid doors, solid defenses. We've got a lot of firepower here and uh, a lot of supplies. So, that's that's my shtick. Okay. And, and I'm going to make a persuasion check. Well, not yet. Okay. Fedor... Is going to get up and say, "What Dan here says is 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 a pretty good idea. The big concern that I have is that we pushed on through the night, so that to hopefully to possibly lose the trail of those creatures that those those fairly smart dinos that were coming after us. I don't, I have never seen." disparate species like that working together like that on this island before. It makes me very concerned. If we stay here, we're going to lose that buffer. And if they're stalking us successfully, they're going to catch up to us. And we might get trapped here in this church. I don't know how strong the walls are. I just know that... a. Uh, 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 I've you know, I've seen a full-grown Dino smash into a tree, a big tree, and knock it over. So I don't know if, if this church can stand up to that kind of abuse. I, we may end up being trapped here. 
And if we do that, so if we stay, I think we need to think about making a stand, planning to be attacked, planning on defending ourselves here. And I'm, I'm perfect with that, you know. Okay, but you need to decide, but if we press on now, then, uh, and press on not only through the day, but also through the night some more, since we might be able to maintain that buffer and be relatively safe and possibly avoid any confrontation, at least until we get back to our encampment with these dinosaurs. Yeah, we're actually going to the um, Carnegie Mellon encampment. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the only one that's in one piece. I say, well, you know, that that may be, be fine, but you have to also consider... We've got wounded amongst us. We're looking at without wounded, a three-day trek with wounded, probably four. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not moving as fast as we were, and they're they're holding us back a little bit on speed. And you know, Adino has a pretty big stride. You know, we're gonna wear real thin, real fast if we're going all day and part of the night every time just to maintain that buffer. They're only going during the day at best. I think that keeping our strength up for that eventual encounter, rather than risking having that eventual encounter before we get back to camp, you know, this is this is the place. This is I'm, I'm with you though. We do need to plan for it. We can't just stay here and you know drink wine. All right. So he's advocating. He's gonna he's gonna uh, so he's gonna advocate that they leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're advocating that they stay. So let's go and uh, make and a... I, I think we should leave. What is... Zach? Okay, so you go, You can make your persuasion check and add it to mine. Um, you don't have persuasion. Then you can have to make an untrained one. Is this spirit or... It's just untrained. Or smarts. Uh, it's spirit. Persuasion spirit. Yeah, I got a six. Well, I got another six. Well, 17 minus 2 is 15. So you get a plus, you added a plus 2. Many. 6, 12, 18, oh god. 20 plus 2, my charisma is 22. Okay. Zach, do you think we should stay and kind of regroup, re strengthen, or do you think we should do the, uh, the 4 days of 15-hour marches. We're, we're not, we're not going to survive if we march. Uh, we have too many, actually, as you said, we have too many wounded. Uh, we need to rest. Uh, I, I think we, we could push, but I think we'll be out in the open if we have wounded. Uh, but I, we, if we, my, I would say we stay. I think uh, we're... Okay, make, make, a, make a persuasion check as well and, and add it to mine. Four. All right, so our total is 26. Okay. Well, ours is seven, so I think he beat it. What is it? When, I, I rolled like a 15. So, I know. And I rolled a 22. But what, why would you be adding the entire number and he's only like adding raise? He didn't give you plus two. No, you weren't making the speech. He was making the speech. Okay. You could have made the speech if you wanted to. You didn't oh, say okay. to. Even at that, it would still be 15 yeah, no, no, plus no, 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 no. 2 or 22 plus 2. No, 2. Yeah. I thought it was the 
my total persuasion and his total persuasion versus your total persuasion. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's one person makes the role, the other people try to assist by saying, I yeah, yeah, what he said. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, yeah, what he said to Theodore, and Theodore okay. isn't a hero, and he, Theodore doesn't have bennies, because nobody's mm-hmm. here, nobody has common bond to give them. take one of these? Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> saying, you can, I mean, you know, if you have certain leadership edges, you can give bennies to your, your men. You know, your, or your whatever. So I'm going to, um, with with this, okay. you know, I'm going to task some of the people. I'm going to say, you know, you should go and, you know, start start boiling some water. You should rip up some of the mazlin into, you know, All right. half a foot wide by however long. Strip. What exactly do we have in the way of weapons? I know we have your okay, original. Hold, hold on a second. I'm going to go ahead and stop the recording. You guys just start planning your defenses and whatever in anticipation that these, that these dinos are going to show up at some point. Okay. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. Yo, brothers, this was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri-Tech Games. And if you don't, we'll be having your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.